Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 25 with Novacy. Novacy, what up, King? Hello, Mr. Seder. It is a absolute pleasure that you invited me to be on here. I'll be oh, honest. I'm honored that you said yeah. And to be honest, like I think we've we've been friends for a while on like Twitch at least. Like I think we've known each other for Yeah, I've I've seen know, your name over the years. I've yeah. seen your name a lot, so yeah. <laughs> But you know what is it is an honor to have you on because um, anytime I have a streamer that I knew before I ever started streaming, it's like kind of like celebrity, a little bit of celebrity, you know, same with BF Rocket when I had him on, it's just like, oh my God, like, yeah, I, I really liked your, uh, your cast with him. Yeah, it was, it was nice. fun to listen to you too. But it's nice having you on because I used to watch you like I remember that clip. The one clip I remember of Novacy, like first clip was that Jace clip where Jace guessed the like master casket. I'm pretty sure it was him. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 it was. And then uh, that's kind of how I found you. I I don't know where I saw that clip at. Maybe some highlight, maybe some budget behemoth highlights. I saw it and then um yeah it could be that it was also the clip that was used uh for my golden gnome nominee for that year so that Hmm. could have been it as well but it might it might have been some like maybe even back in the day with like chris archie or spark or something like that (laughs) when people used to yell that instead of yelling behemoth nowadays (laughs) yeah no but it's it's uh it's a privilege to have you on man and i'm excited to talk we got uh quite a few topics from the twitter thread and there are some, there, unfortunately and fortunately, I guess, we have a bunch of updates coming out in the next few weeks. And so Correct. we still can't like hit on them like fully because they're not out yet. But at the same time, mm-hmm. this is like one of the last casts where like it's still all up in the air. and We can kind of talk about our thoughts of it going. Yeah. Of updates you, might might be better to get some good PVMers on for those, you know, because we got mainly got some big like bigger PVM things. Yeah, up. no, for sure. Uh, I've been <laughs> a lot of people have been asking uh, to get um, what's his face? Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna space it now. God damn it! I shouldn't have even brought this up. I, I should have remembered the name first. Um, who's the guy that is really good raider? Uh, this is so pathetic, dude. Lake. 
No, it's um, I'm literally gonna remember his name. And it's gonna be horrible. It's like Addicon. It's like it's like a Addicon 2.0, basically. Like the other streamer. This is horrible, oh. dude. This is horrible. We gotta cut this shit out. <laughs> I can't remember his name right now. I promise, I know who this guy is. Um, we were talking about it on the Port Kazard cast. God damn it! You know what? You know oh, who man. I'm talking about? The really good, like talented PVMer. Oh man, that's I. It's on the. This is horrible. Time. The the deeper we go down this hole, it's just it's making me look so bad. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'll think of his name in a second. This is horrible because yeah. he's actually pretty well up there. But um, yeah. Anyway, God, I'm like cringing so hard right now. Anyway, let's move. <laughs> this is bad. Anyway, let's move on. Um, but yeah, we do have pvmers planned that's the moral of the story we got pvmers planned yeah anyway but let's go on with the some of the i guess topics but first i want to cover my first topic that i like to ask guests is how did you get into old school runescape and or i guess runescape in general and what like you know just kind of your origin story i should say yeah so i honestly have like very little memory of playing the game i only have a few vague memories of when i was like younger playing this game i did play when we'll I was go younger. kirby okay god damn it anyway it was oh the, my god <laughs> it was on the t- literally i could not think of it i was like it has some sort of like kirby like melee smash bros person anyway yeah i just took, definitely it just, be amazing to get on it, yeah. it just it just took me to shut up for a few seconds to think of it god damn it anyway continue i'm sorry yeah so no i i only have a few vague memories of um of when playing when i was younger and then old school i started playing when uh at the end of 2014 i started playing and i was a friend of mine a a dutch friend of mine i was in a group that played a lot of call of duty together and we kind of crumbled apart already i barely had any contact with them anymore but uh this one friend of mine his name is jono I still was in pretty good contact with him. And for some reason, we ended up on RuneScape and we started like off together, just playing together. And I barely had any idea of how things worked. I, I was very clueless. And over the, over time, I just got more and more involved in the community, started watching YouTube and everything. And that's just how that all got started. Who were the YouTubers that you used to watch back in the day? Um, I honestly mainly watched like highlight clips from like Chris Archie, Spark Mac, and stuff. I was okay. I was one of those highlight watchers. I did that daily, like or uh, like at night in bed on yeah. my phone. I would watch them. <laughs> um, I guess the the main like person I remember watching is Bodhi, like his Woman Army series. Oh, I yeah. think that's when I really started getting into the game. The, I feel like that's for so many people. That's the like the main thing that got them into old school or like got them into playing hard is is his one man army series so that was so good that was before so i have watched maybe three episodes of that and that was just like a year ago when somebody had mentioned it but i wasn't around when that was so big but that was before iron man was a thing right yes so he played the iron man style but the, the official game mode was not out yet okay him and uh him and paul started doing that i'm pretty yeah. sure yeah it's pretty cool like it's i don't know iron man is so it's such a beautiful game mode when like it is i don't know you, it's it's just cool that we have it. it imagine a world where we didn't have iron man where everyone's still a main like i i, you I really that? i just i just can't imagine that to be honest like how this game would be nowadays with 
without Iron Man mode. It is really weird because, uh, like, I played a main for a while, like a year, mm-hmm. probably and a half. But like, yeah, it just it gets to the point where you just kind of like are going for GP or you're going for pets, and then it's like if you're not yep. super inspired to do, if you're not just super motivated and stuff to do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, it kind of yeah. Burns, yeah. burns you out. But yeah, so I, yeah. I want to say is that I played for I played a main for almost four years before I uh, swapped over to my iron. So, and you had a beast main though. That's the difference between you and me. Like I had a shit main. Like how far did you get into the like, game? I was your probably main? like eighteen fifty total. Oh, Just okay. Total new. I had ninety nine range and I would camp wyverns for money. Like I was noob status, dude. I mean, that was that was the big money maker. That's back true, in the day, but, but like to main screen that, like you know, you know what I mean. Like you're not alting that. I mean, that's just like yeah, <laughs> that is like what you do. It's just camp wyverns, but yep. yeah. So what 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 was the I guess deciding factor to switch over to an Iron Man? So if you want a completely honest answer, I was very held back about it because I honestly, up until I like started playing Iron, I was still enjoying my main a lot. Like I was still having a lot of fun just going for pets. I was, uh, I think when I like started playing my Iron, I was at 29 pets on my iron, on my main account. And I was still very motiv- motivated to go for that. Like that was, that was like two and a half years ago. So at the time that was, that was quite a lot. I wasn't like up there with the highest pet hunters, but I was definitely like a decent amount on the yeah. way there. I, I think whenever I was at that count, there was like less than 40 pets at that point. Oh, and now wow. we're at 48. Yeah. So that was when Casey was like basically hard camped at like Bloodhound for <laughs> Yeah. Casey was like the, the, the rank one pet hunter at the time. <laughs> he was like the, the, the big name. Such a the... rip, dude. <laughs> so unfortunate. He, he, yeah, you got you got fucked over very hard. Like, oh god. Yeah, it's I I I honestly like I really enjoyed watching Casey back then as well. I did a lot of corp with him. Like when he would go for corp, he he got fucked over for the corp pet too. Like, yeah, I think it was eighteen thousand he did for that pet. Yeah, must have did... seventeen, eighteen thousand, something like that. And that was like back in the day when we you, we all used games necklaces. The corp was still the massive cave, so you had to run all the oh, way from yeah. the from the from the far entrance to there. And the only spec down weapon was a BGS. Dragon Warhammer was not in the game yet. Didn't uh, um people? I want to say people used like the duel arena to lower or to bring their stats back. Is that true? Yes. Some, was that for corp? Can't yeah, for a while, that's what people did. People would duel each other quickly Jesus. to get their spec back. So, that's so different yeah. to what we have. Now. Thinking back on that, it's just ridiculous to think how overpowered things like the POH are now or like the Desert Emmy. Oh, yeah. Now, mm-hmm. I, I'm still... The POH pool is so OP. It like, is. So OP. That thing should be like charged on the daily like you should i don't know be putting pouring resources into that thing to keep using it i feel like but yeah. then again everyone would have an outcry if that ever happened actually <laughs> yeah it's it's almost yeah like i hate saying like it's too late to go back now but it pretty much is yeah it's uh, it's uh you know what i think would be cool and like i know i i'm a firm believer it's never too late but at the same time is it really worth it like that's what it comes down to like is it worth the change or is it fine as is but i think what would be cool is if the 
if the POH pool could almost be like a gold sink where you pay your butler and he refills it automatically almost. You just Ooh. pay him a fee. And it doesn't have to be that insane, but just something where it's like, okay, there's something coming out of the game by using this super convenient pool every single time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the problem with that is that the desert Emmy would have to be rebalanced too. Or would yeah, you keep it, that the same way? The thing about the desert Emmy is uh, it's like it's not as OP as the pool. Okay, so it's got like obviously the plus 7 HP heal, but it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't bring your lowered stats up. That's like That's true. Yeah. I don't know though. I don't know what he would do with it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep it as is. It's busted as hell, but I mean, I I I like that idea though, like similar to how when you're training con, it would take a it takes a fee every like 10 times yeah. you, you bring stuff to the bank or take stuff yeah. from the bank. Just do something similar to that. Yeah. It is super OP and it's crazy looking back though. At like I remember Curtis used to use Nightmare Zone or something to Oh, in the beginning of his corp grind. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yep. Just like what is going on? We have it so easy now. <laughs> Dude, watch them come out with uh like an eternal games necklace one of these days. Oh my. Let's say I mean, you get I your be surprised. Let's say you get your like chess elo. They brought out chess into the game. Bring your chess elo up to like two thousand or something, and then you get an unlimited games necklace teleport for being a God. grandmaster at games. So everyone's just using the chess engines or whatever to boost. Just imagine that. No, but yeah, we have it really easy nowadays with uh, how convenient the game is. But it is cool. I think, looking yeah. back I think more realistically, it it could probably be like added to the uh, unique Slayer, uh, Superior Slayer table later on, like a like, Eternal Sapphire. Yeah, or like an et- more Eternal stuff. Yeah, because people seem to be fan of that. Yeah, I just want them to come out with an Eternal Ring of Wealth from the Fountain of Rune. The, the same way. You could charge it the same way oh, as the yeah. Eternal Glory. I don't know if they'd want to like <clears throat> recycle that, I guess, but mm-hmm. that seems pretty balanced. That would bring back some activity there, I think. Yeah. In the beginning, definitely. But <laughs> Activity is any possible way to bring out people with free loot. Just... <gasps> yeah, I mean, they love that. I honestly think they would love that idea just because anything Oh, they would, they will would be... love it. Yeah. Will the... Activity related, it's just like, yep, we're doing that. Yeah. Now it's funny because uh, when I think of like revive, revive PvP, most of it is just bring out anybody and and like basically anybody out into the wilderness, bring out everybody, you know, <laughs> and just no matter the cost, no matter how busted anything is, just bring them out there so we can kill them. It's just like, oh my god. Yep. <sighs> It's like, I understand this would revive PvP for a little bit, but think of the game's health, and, like, think of how much more people are going to hate PvP. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It only gets worse with every it update. It really does. I just yeah. feel like we're at a time, again, I need more PKers on but to talk, but I, really, I feel like PvP in its old sense, where it's just go out in the wilderness and fuck around is dead now like the way to revive pvp is like tournaments and they i don't know if you remember that blog the like it wasn't a poll blog but it was like a dev blog and it was um talking about they're want to come out with like what were they called okay wait let me think of what it was called i can't remember the name but it was like uh 
kind of like Soul Wars in a way, but it was like a PvP based uh, defend the castle sort of thing. I don't know what it what was it called. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It was on the same blog as like Quest. Wasn't it meant to be on Zaya? You meant that one, uh, like that mausoleum type of place. Oh wait wait wait, dude, I'm. Sp- this sucks. <laughs> it sucks when like I'm thinking of things, and especially like on a recording, and I just can't think of the. Yeah, it's, it's I'll fine. find it. I'm gonna look it up on the blog thing while I can't know everything. Yeah, but there, I feel like that's the pace of like PV, like that. That is the course for PvP nowadays. You have to come out with more like I don't know, more sort of like mini game style PvP. And it doesn't have, I don't know. I just feel like any possible way to bring people out in the wilderness with an incentive, um, like bringing out new skilling methods or wilderness imps or wilderness clue scrolls and stuff like that, it's just not good. Like you want to you wanna bring PvP together. And when you're forcing people that don't want to PvP out into like a PvP situation, that's just not healthy. Like you got to, yeah. I don't know. I completely agree. Yeah. Um. All right, let's cover this. I'll find this as as we talk. But um. Anyway, let's let's get into some topics real quick. Uh Okay. I see Morningstar's uh tweet, and he says, "You have been playing OSRS full time for the past years. Where do you see yourself outside OSRS in five years?" So, and then he's got two other questions. Stance on third-party clients and Steam client. And what do you think about the shift to PVM to speedrunning, especially in high-level communities? So, I guess this is usually a question I ask at the end. But I am curious, uh, like, when... I guess I'll add on my own topic for this as well for the first question. But Mm -hmm. when does OSRS stop? And I ask a lot of my guests this. And where do you see yourself, like, in five years not regarding i guess runescape um where does osrs stop i really do i just can't answer that question because i it's it's so hard like knowing that i've played this game for the past seven years almost seven years and just thinking that there's an end to it of course there will be an end but making a prediction on that, I feel like there's just no way of doing that. There's so many variables. Yeah. Personally, I would like to see it go for a lot longer because I enjoy my time on here so much. It's definitely uh, an outlet of me that I really enjoy. But I don't know, an ending to it, I have, I have no idea. I'll be honest. Where do you see yourself in five years, even if, if it is here? Like, where do you see yourself in five years not... I guess, um, well, I currently and, still, yeah. yeah, I still live with my family currently. I, I'd like to be moved out. I mean, I'm sure I will be. I, I'm just be like healthy, self-sustaining, uh, like comfortably living. I don't have to live large. I, I just want to be comfortably living. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to just be working a decent job. Maybe still stream, maybe still be on old school. You never know. Like I, I, I like to live by like the week, by the days. I don't really like thinking ahead that far. Yeah, don't get worried about th- yeah things in the future. 
it's of course smart to think about your future, but there's so many variables that can change things that you yeah. shouldn't worry about it too much. And there's a difference between like worrying and like planning. Like true, that that is true. But yeah, because I guess I'm more, I'm a spontaneous enough person where things in the future don't really stress me out. Like they don't get me super anxious. I know a lot of people that they stress out about every single thing that's coming up and. That's oh, probably yeah. why I'm, I'm such I'm, a procrastinator. I'm probably the exact opposite of you, Dan. Oh, I'm really? exactly like that. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I get like, I just shut things off. Like, I just shut things out of my mind, basically. If something's stressing me out, I just stop thinking about it, which is bad in a way, because you should really just take care of it. But I will just literally procrastinate it until the last second if I have, I don't know. And my then dad... again, I'd love to have that ability because. <laughs> I, like, I like say I live by the day, but I do that because I don't want to worry about the future because, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I can agree with that as well. Like we, I guess I got a little part of that. I still get stressed out about things, but at the same time, I know how to just not stress. Just, I know how to just shut it off, which is not a healthy thing per se, but it's nice. Can I take some classes on that? possible. <laughs> should start selling those I, think people would I don't even that. know what i would like it's just who i am i guess i just yeah get things out of my mind but well that's cool um i guess uh i mean i would love to i would love it if you were to continue streaming i hate it when streamers like you know they the irl does eventually hit and then like they need to figure out stuff but i always like it when they keep mm -hmm. in touch even if yeah, I, I definitely will keep in touch just with how many contacts and, like, friends I've made over the years here. I would not just want to, like, fully shut that out all of a sudden. Yeah. And what what would happen if OSRS did end? Because I feel like if anything ever did end like this, there would just be another old school, old school or something. Like, I don't yeah. feel like this game actually ever ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It's hard to imagine that when it's already been going on for 20 years. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to see it ever end yeah plus like why would it end like you know as long as they're making mm -hmm. money i guess if it died somehow but i can't imagine anything where it would really kill the game because if they're making yeah. money why would they like shut down the servers you know yep and as you said if if there's something that really would kill the game old school old school yep literally <laughs> bring us back to dude bring us back to like nah dude i always say bring us back to like a an older year like 2005 or 2004 but at the mm -hmm. same time it's just so dull it's such a dull game when you think about yeah. it it'd be, it'd be fun for like a week or two and then yeah like, all right. Up updates are healthy honestly they're they are. so good like are the game we have now as much as i hate some of the updates and how pvm has just dominated money making and stuff like that like there's just mm -hmm. certain routes the game has gone overall i'd much rather play the game we have currently than even old school on launch like if it was not no, i'm not saying like launch wasn't as fun launch would be really fun to play but just the game yeah. we had at launch i'd rather have what we have now mm -hmm. okay so actually, yeah actually ahead. no i one more thing i wanted to say like to come back to what you say where would you like to see yourself i would also like to pursue like uh a career in pro uh either teaching or architecture i've always been interesting interested in one of those uh to those things and i feel like i so 
something I should have said is I have an anxiety disorder. That's why I I tried to go study twice and I had like I canceled in my first year twice. Mm. And old school has always been like my safe space for that. So it's kind of weird to, to think about the future as well. I know I'm jumping like Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like jumping all of a sudden, but uh that's a Sabe oh. cast. This shit is just scarred. Yeah, you know? It's so just it's random. It's totally cool. So yeah, when I, I I played for a couple of years and that was like during my high school period still. And during high school you get like moved around a lot. They just tell you what to do. And all of a sudden when you go to study, you get let go and you have to figure things out by yourself. And I found that very difficult in the beginning because I didn't really have those how do I say that? It's the right word for that. Um, damn. I think we know. I don't you're... really know how to explain. Yeah. I think we know where you're getting at, but yeah. Yeah. Keep going. So the first time I tried to study, uh, I, I live in a pretty small town. So like when I used to go to school, it was like a five minute bike ride and I was there. And it was for my my ground school. It was the exact same. It was really close by. And all of a sudden, I had to go to a big city in my country. So that was very, like, scary to me. And that's where I started developing, I think, my disorder. So I basically, like, half a year in, I couldn't do it anymore. Because every single day, I would just come home exhausted because of, like, all the impressions and of... How, how much it was for me damn and i just wouldn't be able to like do any homework or something or be able to like get anything done so I, i'd be failing miserably at what i was doing I was, I was studying software engineering at the time which is something i really enjoyed but that was just holding me back yeah damn and i i so to my parents that looked like i was just not doing my homework so they said, all right, fine, you failed once, try again. So the next summer I went to a different school because if here, if you fail your first year, you can't just do the same course again. You have to go to a different school. And I did the same course, but just on a different school in a different city. And the exact same thing happened. So at that point, I knew that it wasn't just me not doing my work because I tried, but I just couldn't. It just didn't work out. So I basically just broke down to my parents like this ain't it and i wanted to stop disappointing them with it and i i went and found help and the past few years i've been getting help with that and trying to figure out like what i want how i want to do it maybe like study from home do things like that and that's when streaming came about and that's where streaming has helped me a lot like keeping me busy at least yeah damn it's just weird because I would have never thought of you as like, I don't know, having anxiety really. You seem like a very, just like, I don't know, happy person. I guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess that's the comfort of being online yeah, and being in a safe space. Yeah. And I guess once I'm like settled somewhere or once I'm, once I'm comfortable somewhere, I'm probably pretty outgoing and like very like, like to be the center of attention. But yeah. I feel like all streamers have that, like, 
inner desire. Well, not all streamers, but all streamers yeah. that love to love to stream. Because some people will start streaming and then realize this is not what I like to do. But yeah, but yeah. streamers that are like really love it are definitely attention whores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's like convenient, because I'm the same way. I'm like a big time introvert, but at the same time, if I get comfortable, especially in school, if I get comfortable in a class, like dude, I become mm-hmm. a literal clown. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I was yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty much the exact same. But I, as much as we don't like to admit it, that's. I guess what streaming is about because you're showing to the world what you are like, especially streaming RuneScape, you want to show off what you're like achieving on the game and you want to want others to grind along with you and you want to show off like how good you are or like for, for some, for most people, I feel like it is like that, especially like the high level community streaming their grind. You, you want to like share your achievements with other people because that's, that's what have has value to people. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, it's... So I can understand it. It's like it's very easy to burn out if you don't have that type of people or like that type of confirmation from other people to share with. Yeah, I wonder what this game would be like as single player, almost. Just... Mm. Yeah, I mean, nobody I feel at like all that... would ever go yeah. as hard as we do. In the beginning, that's how a lot of people play. They just don't have anyone to share their achievements with, and. That's why I always tell people like get involved, get a uh, get into YouTube, get into Twitch, get a, make friends. Yeah, for real. So and I what... I feel like this clan update tomorrow is going to be pretty huge. Oh for yeah, just I'm getting so into communities way easier. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm just so excited for like the next two months, dude. Did you know that? Um, so the Archaea spellbook is literally planned for June, but Tob hard mode's coming out before then. And then Damn. right after uh, Arceus is Fasani's Nightmare. So I was thinking TOB, Hard Mode, and Fasani's are going to be like months down the road. But no, like they're like squeezing them in. Ooh. So there's a lot of cool updates coming out. I didn't know that either. I thought it was going to be quite a bit. What about combat achievements though? Dude, I have no idea when combat achievements is. They still got to get their rebalancing stuff done. Ooh, yeah, that, that's what's worrying me a bit. Like... They need to get that done first, and I don't know when they're planning to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know when it's coming out. I I want to say it's almost like next year at this point because, I don't know, there's just like, it just takes them so long to get things out, I feel like, recently. Yeah. They, they wanted to get it done, like, before the summer, the, the blowpipe nerf, at least. Dude, remember like when it, it was me. literally already set for February? Like, they already said the update for the whole rebalance was February, and then they all of a sudden just canceled it the day before. <laughs> that was crazy. Because there was just too much. Yeah, it definitely right. was. It felt so, like, over, I don't know, just too much was happening all at once. It's way too much chaos. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. But yeah, they had a lot of updates planned, so I'm excited. And then combat achievements, and I don't know when Raids 3 is coming out, but that the future's looking good for the next few months. A lot of stuff's coming out. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, Morningstar also asks, stance on... We are literally just bouncing everywhere right now. There's yeah. No, there is literally no focus on this whatsoever. I, but I'm, I'm so sorry if that... I, I, yeah, no, I don't, don't, I don't, to, yeah. don't apologize at all. Like people listen to the if anybody's listening to the Sabercast, they understand what they're what they're listening to. It's just <laughs> literal, just ramble between two people. 
Okay, but he does say stance on third-party clients and Steam client. I have never used the Steam client ever. I just know it's like uncapped frame rate, I'm pretty sure. Yes. But other than that, it's literally just the vanilla client, right? Yeah. Correct. God. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I personally don't have any experience with it, but I know that my friend Shadow tried playing on it for a while because it, it was a way of getting around the spam log. Oh, yeah. He was getting spam log for a while. And logging in on the Steam client goes through your profile instead of your login name. And for some reason, that goes it's like a way around it i don't know how it works but he basically quit because of it because it was just not playable it was horrible i was watching him play where he would zoom out so far he couldn't see his dude anymore it's become <laughs> invisible <laughs> yeah it's uh we're we're very spoiled nowadays but with Brunelite. but i wouldn't want to play without most of the features on Relight anymore. And like whenever an update hits and all the client features that are down, it just shows like how much less enjoyable the game becomes. Oh yeah. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to play. I just log out if Runelight's not up or I'll just do some <laughs> bank standing, like simple bank standing skill. Yeah. Some very easy non. Yeah. Even the bank standing skills are horrible though. Cause I always feel like I need some, some sort of shift click. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything is horrible with it. And then you forget, like, I definitely forget how many plugins there are on Runelight and how almost everything I enjoy with this game now, mechanically, like, just features-wise, is all because of Runelight. It has nothing to do with the actual game. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, do you think... What do you think about, um, I guess plugins like do you think third party do you think overall third party clients are good and or do you think there is like a i don't know Mm, it is is there a downside to it in any way uh i think the only downside is moderation from the jagex team it's very hard for them to see what's going on because people can just do what they want with clients and it's very hard for them to detect yeah yeah we've gotten to a point i feel whenever i hear this question which is a lot third-party clients and stuff like that yeah we've just gotten to the point where we just got what we got the game's never going to be as it was Mm -hmm. and honestly there's a lot of people that are really wanting jagex to have their own client where it's like this is now the client everyone has to use I just feel like that has too many downsides than upsides. Like, in an ideal world, that would be nice. But as soon as Jagex, like, controls everything and, like, they are the ones updating it, I just feel like we're it's not going to be as good as Runelight could be. Yeah. So, oh, that's completely right. I feel like and... we're in the best situation we could possibly be in right now, where Runelight's free, everyone uses it, and it's amazing. For them, it's ideal as well because they could completely like let someone else do it, and they don't yeah, have to worry about totally it. Totally free. The only thing they they have to worry about is banning people if something bannable would become like what they consider bannable. They don't have to worry about like developing the 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 features or sorry the plugins. They don't have to worry about hiring people for that. Yeah, they just let Runelight do their thing. 
I, I think that's the best way to go about it. I don't know. It's just tough because as much as I, as much as it sucks how people can just use different clients and get super OP features, I don't personally mm-hmm. care, but I can understand where someone comes from where they do care. For example, speed runners where yeah. other people get way better plugins, even though they're breaking the rules, but they're not actually detectable supposedly. Mm-hmm. It, it is just, yeah, for the example you use speed running, it is kind of upsetting to know that there's just, some straight up advantages that are almost like unplayable without or like un, like on a competitive level it's almost impossible to compete like for instance the uh i'll just take tob as an example like not having the soda seg mace plugin yep like that is a that's a very big example that i always use like it is very hard to compete with the top tob times without using that yep. but then again everyone on that level uses <laughs> those plugins so yeah it is just kind of sad that like that's necessary nowadays. Yeah, I agree. It's it's then again, so what, tough. It's, like, what's the answer? Like, there is no perfect solution. There is no answer because it's very objective what people see as like a quality of life plugin and a straight up cheating plugin. That's very objective. That's person per person. That's very like case by case. So it's almost impossible to find a good solution for that. Yeah. Speaking of speedrunning, his final thing is, what do you think about the shift of PVM to speedrunning, especially in high-level communities? I don't fully understand this, but... I I think what he means is that with the lack of new updates, a lot of people are shifting from just playing the new updates or just playing to, like, grind for items and PVMing uh, instead of going back to older content and trying to get better at them, improving at them, which I think is really cool, personally. Yeah. I think that the because of that, like as much as we hate that we don't get a lot of new content into the game, I think it has also caused an increase of resources for speedrunners. For instance, I'm just gonna take as an example the speedrunning uh, Inferno speedrunning Discord that Adicon made. I think Inferno speedrunning has evolved so much, evolved so much over the past like six months, a year. It's crazy to see like how many people are have improved that Inferno just because of they got more time on their hands, mainly because of COVID as well, people staying at home, but also because of the lack of updates. People are like trying to get improve at the current content even more than they wanted to before because before you would just do content for a bit and then new content would come out and you kind of abandon that other content and not really try to improve at it just because you didn't have enough time to do so. Yep. So I think in a way that's really cool, but on the other side, I'd like to see some new content as well. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> real quickly, uh, before I give my little response on it, I found what I was trying to talk about. Faction Wars What it was, was what it was called. Fact- Faction Wars. Faction Wars. So um, here, I'll link, I'll link this to you real quick. Uh, go to... Like, basically just scroll all the way down on this blog real quick. But anyway, this was... I want to bring this up again, I guess, because this is, like, what PvP basically has to turn into, in my opinion. Now, it doesn't... I'm not saying, like... Okay, I'm I'm not... Let me rephrase that. It doesn't have to turn into this. I'm just saying, like, these are going to be the updates that really make PvP good, in my opinion. Like, are going to keep it healthy. Are... These sort of like PvP mini games, 
And this one, I don't really understand it, but people in the chat and people in the comments can like kind of talk about it. But it's like you own these factions and it's like it looks like there's three teams and it kind of reminds me of that um Fall Guys minigame where there's like three teams you try to put all like those balls in like your own Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's <laughs> kind of what it reminds me of. But this is kind of like the stuff I'm looking forward to in PvP because this would get so many other people into PvP rather than it just be like, let's get more people lured out in the wilderness. Like, I don't know. I just feel like PvP has come to a point where mini games and uh, DMMs and stuff are like the way you have to go about it now, not just put more people into the wilderness that don't want to be out there. So, I'll be completely honest. I never saw this. I completely missed out on this but this is really cool so yeah it's like you you got like people dedicated to roles so people could be dedicated to pvming and skilling yep i guess like defending and building up the bases and then you got pvpers going after the other people trying to attack yeah that's the the concept looks really cool but how they how it will play out i have no idea yeah who knows um, I remember Adicon was doing, I don't know when this was, probably like over a year ago or something, but <clears throat> he was doing like competitive castle wars on a stream. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever to watch when people are like legit going ham on castle wars. Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And so I could see the same thing happening for like faction wars or anything mm-hmm. else that comes out. Just true, super intense PVP and strategy and stuff. That just sounds yeah. so fun. The competitive Castle War scene like got really popular for a while because there was a guy making like top five videos of like the top five Castle Wars plays of the week or something. It was really cool. It's, <laughs> it's like so a very sad. like small community, but that all of a sudden got really big. I think that got uh, like posted in a Reddit thread and it got a lot of upvotes. But he made like top five videos of cool Castle Wars plays of that week, and it was. It was just really cool to watch because it was something I'd never seen before. I never knew about that little community that would yeah. play competitive Castle Wars. But yeah, <clears throat> no, I think it's I think it's dope. I think there could be so many more sort of mini games where it involves a lot of strategy and teamwork. And it's mm-hmm. not. This is like where it really comes down to is it always depends on rewards that it gives out because it's just so tough. It has to literally just be elo based and maybe some cosmetic flexes because as soon as there's rewards it always re- results into boosting like yeah or if there's a pet it always is going to go into boosting it's just you got to kind of stay clear away from rewards that are just going to ruin the content yeah the, the problem is that a lot of people are not motivated enough to certain content like people in the competitive castle war scene are playing that purely because they enjoy that mini yep. game that's and what it would have to be, though. But like, yeah. But but the thing with Castle Wars is you don't have like an Elo system. Imagine if it was actually like an Elo system where people get ranked up and like there's a high scores for it. We're like, holy fuck, this team or this dude's amazing. Like he never yeah. loses. And like that would motivate people even further. The people that already are interested that would motivate them even more. And there, if there's a high scores for it, people will go ham. Mm-hmm. But... Just so limited with the old school combat system and like how limited the coding goes with like how skilled something gets in this game, I guess. Yeah, but in a sense. yeah, no, 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 I agree with that. Uh, there has to be more strategy involved 
Mm -hmm. like and i feel like that's what faction wars will bring because yeah when it's just like you kill this person or you do that it's just there is very limited amount that we can do with this game but strategy and developing a new mini game there's so much potential in my opinion of like i don't know just takes one person to come up with a really good idea and yeah to be the next big thing yeah that's where i feel like pvp I've never there. seen this before, and I've I've never heard them talk about this faction wars idea ever. Yeah, after. it was just on that blog. I think they talked about it on the Q and A afterward, but that was pretty mm-hmm. much it. They've talked about and that was also the same gazette was the one where they're talking about the temple guard or the guardian of Gilinor. That's that rune crafting mini game. That's gonna. It's just a little bit above that if you see it. That's oh, that's yeah, where yeah. the blood uh, altar is gonna come out. Or the Blood Talisman, sorry. <clears throat> it's going to come out. So, Ooh. yeah, That was a pretty cool blog, just in general. I'm excited. And then, uh, of course, Quest Speedrunning. We've talked about Quest Speedrunning, or I have with other um, guests. And what do you think? Because there's a Quest plugin now that tells you exactly what to do with every Quest. Do you feel like that's unfair for when Quest Speedrunning inevitably comes out? Um... I feel like that's just the way it's going to be. I feel like as soon as you're like going to the level of speed running quests, you won't really need those because you got your route plan. You're not gonna go in blind. Like you're you, you know what you're gonna do. That's true, so, actually. Yeah. It's a good point. That actually is a good point. You'll get to the point of mastering it where mm-hmm. the quest speed help or the quest speed run or the quest helper is not even gonna help you anymore. It's gonna be like slowing you down almost. Yeah. And I mean that that wouldn't be a, a problem that's just like related to old school. I feel like every game has their problems, their flaws with speedrunning. Yeah. But I feel like people would get bored very quickly of that. That's just what I personally think. Quest speedrunning? Yeah. Oh no, dude. I think it's gonna be the next biggest thing. Yeah? I completely think it will. Dude, hmm. you know like Jimmy, the the YouTuber, the guy that does like uh, yeah like by from, release uh, from release by, yeah. yeah yeah so uh he makes questing seem like really entertaining he's just an entertaining guy so like he can make anything interesting but dude i think people really do love watching people quest expect dude i would be i hate watching people quest and i am so interested in watching people like speedrun quests like wooks and Bodie and people that are just going to go ham on unlimited replayability content just always upping the time finding new strategies to get quests and i think it's going to be huge dude like and i feel like and i've said this before i feel like people that haven't are that aren't content creators yet can literally build a platform like build build like a community with just speedrunning like start string if you think you're talented in speedrunning like this could literally build you up like from a content creator standpoint i guess like you could literally build I, content. I really, I really hope that it. you're right. I, I hope that you prove me wrong in what I think it's going to be, honestly. I really hope that, that that's what it's going to be because that, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I just feel like it has so much potential, honestly. And there are super, super, super dedicated people in this community that oh, would yeah. go yeah, so sure. ham on it. And just discovering new little ways to save a few ticks here and there, and having the mm-hmm. perfect run would be so in- so exciting to watch. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know if you ever watched Clint. Uh, is Clint Stevens? Is that his name? Clint Stevens, yeah. yeah. I know. He's, a, he's a streamer, right? He yeah, streams yeah. speedrunning. Speed yeah. yeah. I love, I don't even, I don't even play any of the games he like speedruns, but like mm-hmm. Super Mario or whatever it was. Yeah, SM64. I yeah. love watching speedrunning <laughs> content for that yeah. game. Yeah. Like, I will literally just be so engaged in it. I have no idea what's even happening, but for RuneScape, <laughs> like, oh my God, it's like on another level because I know exactly what the game's about. And yeah. People that do Minecraft speedruns, that's huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. I, it's it's really cool to see how the speedrunning scene has evolved over the past few years as well. I guess that's the same with uh, with how it has evolved in old school, like people getting better at Inferno or like reg- solo raids, solo CMs and stuff, just how that has become more competitive Yeah, over the past like year, two years. It's really cool to see. I think it has a lot of potential. Okay. OPs asks, what would you like to see for future updates in PVM? And what items would you like to see introduced into the higher tier PVMing scene, I guess? Ooh. That is... um, Well, I hate to be that guy, but I always like being the one being surprised. I always, like, don't want to know how good an item is going to be or like what is going to come out. I like being surprised, but what I like to see is, Hmm. That's, that's something I'd have to think about. Do you have like, Oh, I've given, I've given my answers. I want that two tick Uh, wand. I want the, um, spec ring, the ring that like rejuvenates your spec twice as fast. Ooh. Yeah. Did you ever hear about that? No, dude. The spec ring, listen. So, just real quickly for those that have already heard it a million times, but um, it is a ring. It doesn't have any stats to it, so you don't have any strength bonus. But what it does is, as long as you're equipping it, your regen will regen twenty instead of ten every every thirty seconds. So, like your or sorry, your your spec will regen twenty instead of just ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it has a higher cap as well so you know how spec only goes up to 100 if you're equipping this ring it can go above that to 120 so and i was talking to ge challenge uh about it briefly in like the summit discord and we were talking with a lot of the other people about if it would be bust or not there's really no place it would be busted we were thinking oh this is going to speed up corp or something it's like nope doesn't even speed up corp because it's not enough to like you know, give you, can't, any... you can't do an extra spec yeah, during a, exactly. for a trip. Like, yeah, that's nothing. For but that. it still has a bunch of niche uses where I don't know. But the, the thing is, like, you would have to camp the ring because every time you take it off, like, it would reset the spec regen. I guess something like that yeah. where you couldn't just constantly flick a B ring over and over. Yeah, that'd be that'd, that'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. That's like my idea something that can come out the two tick wand is something like a blowpipe that's just magic based and it's a charged wand mm-hmm. uh and then this is not really for raids three or anything but dude i okay i don't know if you've ever just done a bunch of barrage tasks like necreals and the catacombs and yeah. you run out of your lumby ring alex yeah dude yeah. what if there was a ring that you could charge up that was exactly like the Lumbee Ring, except you charge it with natures and fire runes or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. dude, yeah. it, I would love that so much to be on a different spellbook, but to be able to alk 
similar to how that ring works. Uh, that'd be sick. Is that OP? Like, is that like would would people like that? I f- I would fucking love that to have a ring that has <laughs> you could just charge it infinitely with a bunch of your own nature runes. Mm, I don't see that being OP. I don't know what would be OP. I guess it would speed up things like a little bit, like for instance, like macrial tasks instead of having to bank yeah your rune items yeah, if you like banking those you can just it would have to down. be a rare item from something maybe like mta 2.0 oh god don't come out with mta 2.0 please <laughs> <No>. <laughs> some magic i don't know some some ring i don't know where it would yeah. come from but i yeah that that wouldn't be like really an item that i'd like to see from like rates yeah, three or no, something that like that it'd be, be something else yeah that's really what i want i just I see these, I play the game a little bit, and then I, I'm just a very, uh, how do I say it? I just think of ideas all the time for this game. I will literally have sleepless mm-hmm. nights where I'll just stay up thinking of things I'd want into the game. That's why the Sebe agenda is so strong, just constantly thinking. <laughs> Something that I recently thought of, or was a bit random, is that I know that most weapons are like, click on, like just target base, you like click on the monster and you shoot a bolt, for instance. Or like a barrage, you click on a monster and it barrages that area. I'd like to see something like a monster in race three that is constantly moving and that might have like a predictable pattern or like a couple of predictable patterns and a weapon that you could like aim at a certain area instead of actually aiming at the monster itself, clicking on the monster, Ooh. like just click on a certain square and like preemptively shoot it there. And like the instead of you clicking on the NPC, the NPC would move towards your projectile. Because there are some like NPCs that do that, that shoot like I don't know, maiden shooting a blood spawn in a certain area. Oh like, yeah. What if what if we could do that? We could shoot something on a certain square and the NPC would move there instead of because a lot of the NPCs in the game are static, don't do that. But what if some NPCs are like a predictable pattern or a couple predictable patterns that you'd have to learn like i don't know like the solar patterns for instance and that's you'd have to preemptively predict yeah where something would go I, I i think that'd be pretty cool yeah like a weapon for that and, and that's where the the weapon rebalancing comes in where there'd be more space for that like a range weapon that you could shoot at a certain place like i don't know you shoot like a javelin up in the air and it would end like <laughs> It would uh, fall down like 10 ticks later. And that's exactly when the NPC moves on that square or something like that. And it would hit it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, like how would how would it work? Do you just cast, like, or do you just click on the thing and then click a tile that you wanted to land on? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, it seems complicated. And it seems yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. It sounds cool, though. It sounds cool for, like, puzzle-based rooms mm-hmm. where like you would have to like shoot certain tiles or something yeah but yeah i think currently with the the current combat system that's very hard so i would like to see uh the evolution of that <laughs> dude you know what i want um uh either i want telekinetic grab 2.0 or i want telekinetic grab to be reworked i hate how garbage it is and how long you're stalled for trying to pick something <laughs> up like, dude, if they were to fix that stall, if they were to make it so your dude didn't freeze, if you could literally just click the object you want to telekinetic grab, and then instantly the next tick start moving and pretty much do whatever you want and have the item go into your inventory whenever it does, 
Oh mm-hmm. my god, dude. I would use that I would actually use that spell. I feel like that's such an underused spell because it's so bad. But where would you use it at? Uh like I guess there's really not any particular place, but there I remember I remember Ari Slash would do his brutal black dragons on task and he wanted to be like super super safe <laughs> so he wanted oh, to like so he wouldn't mock in melee range so <laughs> yeah so he wanted to like <laughs> telegraph his loot and shit but imagine you could telegraph loot and like you could just go boom telegraph boom telegraph boom telegraph and like you could cast three of them within like three ticks basically mm-hmm. get all the loot you want instantly and continue to shoot your dragon you know like something where it's like wow this is actually a super useful spell yeah. where you don't have to get into range and you can still I mean, f- future content could be balanced around that where like monsters are i'll take another example how the rangers and mages are in uh chambers of Zeric. they're on like a, a floating island that you can't access yourself you know like how a monster would for instance drop something that's useful like valuable that you'd want again but there's no other way of getting it than to telegraph yeah that's how I would see that working or be valuable. I just want them to fix that spell because that the spell also has potential for future things. Like I know, um, like the tightrope, I almost feel like tightrope had that when they were making it, I, I bet in their mind they were thinking, Ooh, somebody's going to try to telegraph this or I feel like there could be puzzle rooms based in future raids that could utilize telegraph. But currently it's just such a clonky spell, dude. It's horrible. It's just MTA that you use it yeah. on. Yeah, literally, that's it. And and I think team, like, main speedrunners use it for the uh, the rope room to telegraph Dude, the crystal. Think about that. That's actually a really cool puzzle idea I was thinking about. Like, Raids 3, it has a telekinetic room, except there's multiple blocks, so you need, like, super intense teamwork to uh maneuver you know the pillar wherever you're whatever you're trying to move over to oh yeah but i really want them to just rework telegraph first because it's that Mm -hmm. is not fun to do (laughs) telegraph currently when you're just stalled there just yeah yeah that could be kind of cool though and there's a lot of cool ideas they could do because like of how much people's pvm abilities have improved they could they could go so much harder on race three and like make it actually even a step up harder than what TUB was. Dude, I think race three is going to be very difficult. I ho- I hope it will be. I think it is. I think it's going to be very difficult. The uh, problem is just from a marketing point of view for them, it's not a good thing to do. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, TOB was extremely. I'm talking like TOB level, but um. It would be harder because we're all improved. Because TOB mm-hmm. is a very successful update, in my opinion. And oh yeah, who knows, like business wise or whatever. But um, that dude, nobody completed it for like two days. Yeah, like, that was that was such a fun period in time yeah. on Twitch. And when if, if raids three can pull that off, where nobody completes it for two days, they've done it. Like that's really mm-hmm. good. If people complete it their first attempt or second attempt, then it's not good. It's not hard enough. Yeah. So same with Inferno on release. That was probably my favorite Dude, period of time in old school. Oh, so well, good. <laughs> it was so just, good. It was what? just 30,000 people migrating from stream <laughs> to stream, whoever would be on the highest wave at the time. It was so cool. Were you, um, when Inferno came out, 
were you one of those people that's like i'm gonna go get an infernal cape or were you like fuck that no i i i did it on release yeah i i attempted it on release at least wow let's let's just say that impressive (laughs) did you was that were you able to like get it um Um, like i don't know when you got your cape in the first week i did like 50 attempts or so and then I was like, "Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> I'll just." I'll, Do you have a I, I need a break from this. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay, I, I had Mexicano. I was back on my main. Um, and then of course I slowly saw the completions coming in, like the first top ten completed it. Uh, and then I took about a month break or so from it. And then after a month, I did my first attempt. After some more like guides and like some general like tips came out from the other higher level PVMers. I got on my first attempt after that month break. It was so wow. weird. So like 50 attempts of just rage going in, going in, like what the fuck are these monsters doing? And then all of a sudden just calm and collected, like with a lot more knowledge. Wow. But so you were one of the first, like you got it in I, 2017. Yes. I, I got it like a month after it came out. I was in like the top hundred, I think. Were you like say. just... Dude, that must be such a good feeling to have gotten it so early. Because I feel like I got it early. I got it a year after. <laughs> but, like, you know, even then, it was rare for Iron Man to have it. And yeah. I just remember, like, dude, how fucking beastly you feel walking around. Like, you want to do melee slayer tasks because you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you just want to flex it whenever possible. It's really cool to have. Yeah. And I feel like I motivated some people in a lot of ways because I did it after a month and. It was kind of I was kind of a meme at the time, so it was a lot of my friends were saying, "Oh, if you can do it, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would I not be able to do it?" And <laughs> I, I I hope that motivated some people. I know that it did motivate some people, so I was kind of, you know, I'll happily be that that punching back, you know. That's like I say, if that <laughs> if that idiot can do it, then I can do it. Yeah, no, that's cool though. That was such an exciting time, and those are be- mm-hmm. those are such healthy updates for the game. Yeah, things that legit take skill like actual the runescape is not seen as i still talk to my brothers and they're like wow runescape takes no skill because they haven't like seen it they just think back when they played as kids where it was just click a monster and it dies you know yeah but the game has evolved so far beyond that now oh so listen to this i want to bring i want to show the stream this real quick Oops. So, Fasani's Nightmare is coming out potentially in July. Ooh. And um, there is a screenshot that Creel sent me of Mod Arcane talking about. Let's bring this up real quick. Um, oh, this is not going to show properly. But apparently, you will take zero damage at Nightmare if you pray correctly. So I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna send you this real quick, and you can just look at that real quick. But um, yeah, apparently the sh- the fight's gonna be significantly shorter. He doesn't actually answer. Somebody asked like ten minutes, and he never actually answered. But um, it's gonna be a shorter fight, and if you make no mistakes, you take no damage. But you get it, but the damage is scaled up if you miss a flick. I don't know what to think of that. I'm scared because it sounds like it's going to be easier than Nightmare. Like yeah. it's, It sounds like it's going to be easier than normal Nightmare, which is not what I was 
not what I had in mind. I kind of like how it is now because you significantly reduce the damage you take if you pray correctly. You still take some damage, but that, that some damage is good because that means that you get rewarded for killing it quicker. Because the longer you stand in there, you might like pray correctly, but I guess it would go either way. Quick, the, yeah. the faster you kill it, you're in there for longer, so you have less time to fuck up. But yeah, yeah. I understand. I also feel like if you take zero damage, like, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, what they're going to do to keep that, I guess, engaging or something. Like, where you're just taking zero damage the whole time. Like, that sounds really nice because you're Mm. completely... It's probably going to be guaranteed hits whenever you miss, like, misprey. Like, guaranteed you you can't tank it no matter what. I guess I guess it completely depends on like how hard it actually is. To... Yes, you can do Inferno with taking zero damage, but how realistic is that? Like... What what I'm excited for is if that is the case where you take zero damage, at least the Blood Fury won't be like a necessity. Yeah, because the Blood Fury always kind of felt like, oh, this is just going to make Nightmare so much easier. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like how good it was. It is is pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the one benefit I see from taking zero damage from it all because... Does that also include, like, parasites and... I don't know. Husks? Uh, I guess husks are zero damage now anyway, if you break correctly, but... Okay, so listen. You remember when uh, people were asking for the Elder Maul to be buffed? Like, buff Elder Maul, it's a piece of shit, it's mega rare, and it's shit... And then Husky would always come out with the argument like, hey, like we can come out with something where it's like you get limited amount of hits or something against a certain boss. And like that'll be its niche where like you want the highest hitting weapon, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you ever were in those Q&As when he was always kind of defending it. Yeah, I think uh, I roughly remember that. Yeah. So here is another mechanic that I've been thinking about. That would be really cool for weapons like the Elder Maul. Something super high hitting, maybe even a heavy ballista or something. But is a... Okay, so I'm going to bring up an example. Uh, you know when Nightmare does its melee swipe? Yes. Uh, and it's just like a really annoying attack. Imagine if every time it melee swiped, it had a few ticks of vulnerability. Where it becomes very vulnerable for a tick or two. Where you want your highest attack, you want your highest hitting weapon because on that vulnerability uh, tick, you will deal double damage, Ooh, or or yeah. something like that. Like imagine like it it swipes at you and then it's like it, it kind of has to rest for a few ticks, and during that time, you want your most powerful weapon to hit it because it'll mm-hmm. deal double damage for that. So a vulnerable time period that is not enough for a, a fast hitting weapon to get a lot of attacks in, but. Just yeah, like just one, one tick, just, just one tick yeah. or something that you have, and so yeah, you would probably use. People would argue, oh, you would just use claws in that situation or AGS mm-hmm. or something. But if you didn't have spec, if it if it happens enough, like a melee attack does, where it's, yeah, if it's like twenty times during a kill, yeah. you're not gonna have claws for every time. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, wow, that would be a really cool niche to have your most powerful, slow hitting weapon. Just have that That's, niche. That does sound really cool. Yeah, yeah, that would make the fight a lot more interesting too. Imagine like. It melees you. The mo- the thing that I hate about its melee attack is there is really no cooldown for it, and there's no downside for melee or for nightmare to use its melee attack. 
So it'd be really yeah. cool if it did have that punishing factor. Wherever, whenever it melees you, it's fucking annoying. But at least you have that double damage window or something. I, I, I guess there is a downside because it's completely zero damage if you step back. That's where true. The other attacks that are true. never. Yeah. That is the only downside. But I do like that idea a lot. That, yeah. that I never thought about it like that. But that would be a fix too. Like instead of just sitting there and with the same weapon and hitting it over and over again, that would bring some more like engaging would make the fight more engaging. Yep. Give some more variety to different weapons too. But yeah. Yep. That's what I was thinking of a few, I don't know, like a week or two ago. Just the like Elder Mall would be the go-to for that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Literally just pull out your Elder Mall whenever it melees, just like that next, rest period where nightmares kind of resting just whack it once just hit, <laughs> hit a huge ass and i hit like a fucking 120 on it yep that'd be so satisfying that would make the fight so much more satisfying like imagine that like oh that'd be nice okay joke asks when did you realize you were so hot i want to know that too I've never realized that, so I don't know what he's talking about. It's always other people, other people saying that, and will never agree with that statement. <laughs> You're hot, Novacy. When did you realize that? Say, that's oh no, question. no, I haven't realized that or what. Don't fucking reverse it on me. Yeah. Okay. Shout out, joke. Shout out, joke. Okay. Um. God. Okay. I need to hop worlds. This fucking bot keeps opening the gate like right before I enter, so it stalls me. <laughs> don't run. Okay. Okay, let's see. King Adam asks, seems like since you got heavily into iron, you've mostly quit the main. Do you think you'll ever actively play it again? No. Your main. Damn. Straight up, no. I really don't think so. I've I've gone... So, in the beginning, I would answer yes to that question because for new content releases, I like having the max gear because you want to have the best potential of completing it quickly and doing well at it. But I've gone to the point on my iron where I have the same gear as my main would have almost, of course, yeah. with the exception of a couple of things. And supplies aren't really an issue, uh, really an issue anymore as well. So that was the only thing that was holding me back from saying no to that. But also just doing everything on my iron feels more satisfying than it does on, a, on my main. And for a while, I was very afraid that uh, I, I was very like still claiming on to my main and the, the addiction to the iron didn't fully kick in and that was until i hit like met level my iron where i like started doing like demonics and all that all that fun stuff zora and everything that's where the addiction like really started kicking in and started going really hard and that's where i like stopped caring about my main pretty much yeah it's such a great time it's mm-hmm. dude it playing is. iron man for the first time when you're going through all that stuff is so yeah. much fun I felt like such an idiot again as well because like you play for five years and I'm like I I literally was afraid to DM someone to ask how to do a bird run because I had no idea <laughs> I I was like what is this content how how do you do that like yeah. how how the fuck do you make a bird it, it's like it's like humbling honestly <laughs> yeah it it is it's like undiscovered territory for a main account yeah it was cool. Yeah, you get to experience, cool that. experience that again. Yeah, you, you probably spent a lot of time on the wiki. I imagine I used to. I used to live. Yeah. On the wiki. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
God. I am so glad. You know what? And it was because of hardcore Iron Man release that really motivated me to start an Iron Man. Because I always felt like I was too late. I was like, oh, I'm too late to make an Iron. Yeah. But hardcore really, I don't know, reinvigorated that, like, motivation to start one. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy. Because, yeah, I could never, could never play a main now. Yeah, I I don't think I'd get near the same enjoyment out of a main account. And I never thought I would say that, like, three years ago. Yeah. Crazy. So... Mm-hmm. What made you first start in Iron? Like, what was the deciding point? Were you just... So... Did somebody convince you to? Or were you just like, I need new content so or what? It, it kind of started off as a meme for a couple of weeks where people like kept poking at me to start trying it out, you know? And I was very hesitant. And I kept saying no because I was like, I have too many goals on my main. I'm still enjoying this too much, which I still was. I was definitely still having fun and like with the pet hunt as well. And there was also the other mains that kept like trying to keep me from playing in Iron, trying to keep me on the uh, on the main account. Yeah. And then I remember there was a specific stream, and this is going to sound extremely sellout, but I literally got given $300 to stream my Iron Man for that stream <laughs> instead of my main account. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going to try it out for like a week or two. It's not going to hurt too much for my main, and we'll see how that goes. And after those two weeks, there was no going back. I, I don't even know what I did in those two weeks, but I went so hard. I played like 60 plus hours a day. It was... Damn. Yeah, and... From there, I just like flew through the early game. I felt like a breeze almost. And I never really followed the Osiris guide or anything. I would sometimes like go into it to reference some things, but yeah. I just did my own thing. I just did what I felt was the best or the most efficient. Yeah. And I had so much fun with it. Yeah. It's really, fun. I didn't play with the Osiris guide. I just played my own, mm-hmm. my own way and I just enjoyed it so much. Yeah, and that, then then I came across all the little things that I never knew about, like doing bird runs or like doing, I mean, herb runs I knew a little bit about, but just like the farming guild, for instance. My God, I was addicted to that early game. 99 farming was my, uh, farming was my first 99 on the account. Wow. Because I was, I, I every single day I just like, go. I start my day at the farm, farming guild and an hour later I'd be there again. Just to check, like, yo, has my Chronos worked? And <laughs> can I do an extra contract again? I was so addicted to doing those contracts. So in the beginning, they were really overpowered, too. They nerfed the seat packs after a while. But so I'm happy I made use of that. Like 500 contracts with the overpowered contracts where you got, like, a ridiculous amount of seats from them. Yeah. Okay, so to expound on that first question, Box Terrier asks... When did you realize you're hooked on Iron Man? Sounds like immediately. And would any update make you play the main game again? Um, as far as I can think, no. There's not really any, like, PVM scaling or PK and update that would want to make me play on an, a main account instead of an Iron. I just can't imagine that at this point too hooked on this account too hooked to my goals on this account and whenever i think of something of new content coming out i always instantly think of the perspective of like how cool would that be to have on my iron man yeah instead of just thinking like oh maybe this would be easier to do on my main because i can buy this gear or use it with that gear i'm just like no i'll just use that gear and maybe be budget a little bit but it'll work we'll make it work yeah 
what are your goals i guess i want to i wanted to ask this later but we'll just go into it now what are your goals now as an iron man currently um is um so i'm in a pvm clan called solitary i think you were in there at some point before right in the beginning yeah so i like working on the items that are on that sheet Uh, we have like an item sheet uh on google docs with just mainly the useful pvm items that are in the game uh, I like mainly working towards those, which includes like all the rates drops, all the TOB drops, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Uh, currently, I've been also working on some more miscellaneous stuff on the collection log, but that that list is getting filled up like quite quickly. I'm honestly surprised of where I'm in now, especially because I spooned hard at Nightmare. But yeah, the main items I'm s- still looking for is the Elysian. Uh, this week I'm going hard for Kodai. It's the last item I still need from raids. And then when Fosanis comes out, I'll go back there for my mace. <laughs> yeah, those are like the three big items I still need. What do you think about Nightmare? Because um, obviously you spooned it pretty. So you are you yeah. only missing a mace? Yes, I'm nine out of ten on the log. Just That's missing insane. mace. Insane. And your yeah. how much? What's your KC? Uh, like twelve fifty. And those are all solos? Uh, no, no. That's like probably around a little bit below 600 solo equivalent. Damn. Yeah, it's, Damn. it's ridiculous. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the first like few hundred kills, I did the just five mans, four mans. And then I started getting into solos and yeah. one plus ones for a while as well until that was nerfed. Yeah. Well, I think... Uh... It's a shame you don't have a mace because that would be fun to grind out Fasani's with a mace. But you have a scythe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just do scythe, I guess, if you mm-hmm. wanted to. I don't know if you're going to do bludgeon or scythe. but I'll probably just use a bludgeon. I would recommend, honestly, using a scythe if you can afford it because, I don't know, just like getting out of that, getting that kill over with as soon as possible, I feel like it's going to be the smartest decision. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to hey. do some Winter Todd on my end just to stock up some harm pages because i really want to just use harm there the whole time oh yeah i'll, I'll definitely use my harm too but i don't know about scythe yet we'll see how hard the content actually is or yeah. like see the thing with using a scythe is is that it gets enhanced so much by using dragon warhammer specs on nightmare it gets so much better if if its yeah. defense is lowered that i i like using it in teams like if i'm five manning yeah, which yeah, i yeah. rarely do mainly during events i do that but in solos, it's just like you don't use the Dragon Warhammer. So I prefer to just use a Bludgeon there because it doesn't have the enhancement of the dragon, the defense being lowered. Yeah, that's true. It still is way better than a Bludgeon, though. Just, God. It's, oh, yeah. It's it, it is better. I'm yeah, not but you're not going to be losing Blood Roots yeah. like the ass. I, I never did the original Revenants, so I don't have like unlimited cash to play with. <laughs> I barely have unlimited. I don't have unlimited cash to play with. I've, I'm running so low. I'm literally making air orbs right now just to like get rid of the <laughs> remaining battle saves. So I can just have a few more <laughs> Okay, and then to expand on it even further, Ridgewood asks, recently you said you're passing your main's total XP. Thoughts on the switch from max main to iron pleb? What motivated you during the early game? And what advice do you have toward those uh, wanting to try an Iron Man but are reluctant to put in the time? 
Does for like to, to put in the time mean that they don't have the time or do not want to put in the time? They probably just have realized they put in so much time on their main that they just don't want to okay. repeat it. I don't know. Um, well, I could tell you that like the feeling of like getting your first Zora drops or getting like your first night is nothing compared to like getting, I don't know, a good team split or something on a main account or like getting a high value item on your main it's it's so much better than that feeling, and that that's what really got me hooked. Is just the fact that if you get an item, it is useful instead of just seeing it as a pile of cash that you just earned, and you can buy whatever you want. You have to do the actual content that the the item is related to to obtain the item, and the feeling of actually completing that and getting that is so good. That's what like the, my main motivation is for Iron Man. I could just imagine those mains that are really into collection log. Like collection log has made main more into an Iron Man mode because now True. there is untradeable things that you can unlock basically. Yeah. That and, that is very true. When at at the time when I had my main a collection log was not a thing, so I was yeah. I I do agree with that. Sorry, you were going to say something. Yeah, no, I was just going to say as well, like the like the twisted kits, when those are being pulled to be untradeable or tradable, the fact that they were passed as untradeable really means that deep down, everybody, <laughs> at least it feels like to me, deep down, people really want to be an Iron Man. People want that achievement of like, you have to get things yourself. Yeah, you've earned it. Like yeah. I feel like everybody deep down craves that if they want to re- admit it or not. But I with Iron Man, it's, everything every single thing is like yeah. unlocked for you so it's not just certain things it's every single thing which makes the game mode so fun I there is I no feel like the anything. main the main complaint i hear from people that are reluctant to put in the time is supply grinding those are people who genuinely just enjoy pvm and yep. just want to do it they want to come home and kill some bosses with their friends and don't have to worry about oh i have to make like some stamina potions or some some super combats or something like that. They they don't want to have to worry about that, and I can completely understand that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and it's Iron Man mode's not for everybody. Yeah, I think it's for everybody because I like it, but I have to understand everyone's <laughs> different. Yeah, it's it's hard sometimes to put yourself in their perspective and see yeah. like how someone would look differently at that, but and. I will say, like, there are some really fun things about main. One of those is, like, basically, you know, flipping and investing on the GE. Like, that's something you miss out on as an Iron Man. Like, yeah. You don't get that, like, zero time, like, stonks, you know, in the GE and get to, like, you know. We have to zero time miscellaneous. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> and some people really love multi-logging. So a main is like really fun for them because they get like an alt that's like funding their money and stuff. And yeah, so there's different ways to look at it. I really love playing one account at a time and just progressing it beyond anything else. Me too. That was like one of my main criticisms to the patent on the main, because uh, as it went on, more and more like metas were being discovered of alting, mainly alting methods. People yeah. were trying to like it was mainly more and more steering towards that. And if you enjoy that, that's great. But I feel like there's a lot of people who enjoy just playing one account. And yeah. I'm probably one of them. I don't mind playing one other account for some cases. Like, I don't know, raid scouting. And there's there's some alting methods for Iron Man that I do that I enjoy. But uh, 
Preferably just one account. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what do you think of all the Iron Man alt changes? Because there's obviously there's always going to be ways to alt and make things more efficient on an Iron Man. Like for the easiest yeah. example is holding the holding the Tanner up in the crafting guild. Like mm-hmm. that is alting, but it's like at its most simple point. Yeah, that's like the most basic. But there's uh, there's always going to be ways to get around it. But what do you think overall of the changes they've made this year, and what are your thoughts on it? I'm happy with the direction they're going towards, uh, especially like the corp changes and everything. Uh, to be completely honest, I used a lot of, I did a lot of corp alting, and I'm someone that is like I do believe in if the resource is there and it's not against the rules, then that is totally fine to do. But yep. I always wanted it. From the beginning, I would have loved to see from the beginning that that would never have been a thing. Yeah. But as long as the resource is there, I don't mind using it. I understand that there's people to. that like the amount of time yeah. you save is disgusting. Yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. I understand that there's people who are like strong enough to have the moral like even though the resource is there, I'm not going to use it. Yeah, I guess I'm just not strong enough for that, or like I just don't have that mindset like to still not do altered corp even though like i have the resources there i i I have many like friends who are just like oh yeah you can use my iron to do that yeah no i completely agree with you when it's not against the rules like i am never i will never hate the player for using anything that's Mm -hmm. allowed in the game but But then again how 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 it is now i i prefer that i prefer it being the original iron man way and uh, as soon as it got changed, I was happy with that. But before it was changed, I was I was using the the ultimate method just because it was there. Yep. I was allowed. Yeah, same. I did like Resh lent me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Result for a little bit back in like 2019 <laughs> and so i used it for a week got like 300 corp kills shout out rush <laughs> so i am definitely not a perfect example but i love i love when they make updates and they make they make it so iron man goes back to its simple form of solo game mode you get things by yourself you know yeah so i mean as an as another example is uh the current uh method that a lot of people using are using for kq i'm i'm per, a person that uses that as well to have your main sit there and tango justy to do longer trips like you do at cerberus where you suicide with an 
inventory of food, yeah. and then you just stay there instead of doing POH. It's only like one or two more kills per hour. Yeah, that's the it, difference between it. it's like where Corp yeah. is three times as many kills yeah. potentially. Yeah, Corp was a very massive difference. This is just like a different way of doing KQ. Yeah. And it's it's very similar in kills per hour. It's just different way and it's enjoyable. But if it would get removed, I would have minded. I prefer that. Yeah. And we just go back to doing POH method. That's totally fine. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm really happy with the J mods leading Iron Man mode back into that direction. Cause that's what it used to be. And that's, you know, I feel like people really enjoyed the, um, the mode when it was very integrity based where people would get basically D iron, like bone saw getting D iron for using yeah. like that. That was back in the days where like people would actually res they respected the, mm -hmm. the like, and, and that's the same thing with main mode. I remember talking to Dan Gleesack and, you know, Hexus used to frown big time upon people doing any nightmare zone. Oh, and yeah. there was a very big, like you couldn't be a part of Hexus if you were doing nightmare zone. <laughs> like if you were AFKing and shit, like it was, it was just into everything. Everybody was more into like morals and stuff. And then all of a sudden there was a shift where nobody gave a shit anymore about it. It was just free for all. Just do whatever you want, which is cool in some way, but I really miss the, kind of integrity we used to have for the game yeah so i'm glad it's kind of taking the shift back hmm. yeah okay oreo asks favorite grind slash boss favorite grind slash boss i think my favorite grind of all time is uh zora back on my main actually uh is that on release um well partially partially was released that was like my main introduction to pvm almost or like when i started actually pvm in more becoming like less of a noob let's say because uh that's how i started off my streaming as well is when i i, I went pretty damn dry for the zora pet it took me almost fifteen thousand kills on my on damn. my main back in the day then so that, that was that was like what I did on stream. I would just hop on and do like a hundred Zora kills and hop off, and that, that was my stream and, and just chatting with everyone. And that's that's how it started off. And I I really enjoyed that. It, the the boss was really weird. Like the first like ten thousand kills without that was before raids came out. That was without rigor and augury. And just it's just so weird to imagine that now. Like your first like four thousand kills without a blowpipe, even just using a rune crossbow just it was it was just such a like roller coaster of using different gear and like going back there back and forth there and i still always wanted that pet and then eventually it happened and that's when i like converted into actually going for pets and more and more pets but i i always wanted to pet him but i was just stuck there for so long yeah the beginning so it was so that, that was actually my favorite you made I guess billions my... probably right yeah, because part of it was before, or like, no, wait, all of it was before the Zora changes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Literally all of it. I was going to say part. No, literally all of it was before the Zora changes. Yep. Yeah. it's a lot. How many mutagens did you get? Six. Damn. Before. Were they... Three of each. Wow, nice. <laughs> That's crazy. Three of each mutagen, no pet. Oh, I only got one jar as well. That's even more bad wow. to me. Wow. Yeah. Like, 
Like that's that one doesn't 3K, mean right? as much. To, yeah, it's one in three k, and a pet is one in four k. But like a jar doesn't mean as much to people as a pet. But yeah. even though it's less rare, and I only got one of them as well after like twelve k kills, I got my first one, and I like freaked out over it, and no one had an idea why. What are your thoughts on the jar of darkness being so ridiculously rare? I hate it, and I hate that. I don't know how the community voted now that I, how did that happen? How does everything pass nowadays? And that did not pass the poll. <laughs> how did that? I really because don't know people how that don't. Pete, there's a bunch of noobs voting that just will never go for it, so it just doesn't matter to them. But even like, if you don't care about it, why would you vote no? Or like, why would you not just skip question? I, I really, it still baffles me how that question did not pass the poll. Do you think it's gonna get repolled? I hope it does. Do you think that's a good thing if things get repolled after being pulled? It's really case by case. Is the case by yeah. case just depending on what whether you want it or yeah. not? <laughs> I guess yeah, partially, no, I yeah. yeah. But it's also for like health of the game. Like yeah. this jar, what does it really do for the health of the game? Like staying like this, it will keep keep people complaining. Like, who's happy with the current state of the jar? Okay, so listen, uh, like, I am know. going to give my opinion on it. I would be happy if they were to guarantee say it will never get repolled. This is how it is for the end of time. Then I'd be happy with it. But the horrible thing is, I think everybody in the back of their minds thinks I have to hold on to my totems because this thing's going to get repolled yeah. again. That's the thing yeah. that bothers me so much is that we can't even just. Do Scotizo and be like, this is how it is. Nope, because we all on the back of our minds are thinking it's going to get repulled. That's what bothers me so much about it. Yeah, that they will never give that confirmation. Yeah, that and you know there can never really be a confirmation for it because mm-hmm. the game's always changing. So like, I don't know. It's just I, I yeah. I hope it gets repulled and I hope it passes. Personally, uh, the only problem I just have is that I always wish that jars were untradeable right from the start, just like pets are. Yep. Rip. It would have been so much cooler. Yep. But it's too late for that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, for mains anyway. Never too late, but yeah, for mains it is too late. Yeah. I just think like that's the that's the beauty of Iron Man mode. Iron Man got got all of that. Every single thing's untradeable. Yep. It's the beauty of it. So what do you think about Iron Man not being able to use pre-obtained items on their collection log. Or previously obtained, I should say, before the collection log came out. Uh, I just know that the engine doesn't allow it. I, I would like it to be possible. The engine doesn't allow it? I don't think it's physically possible for them to make that a thing. Oh, that's such bullshit. I don't believe that at all. If they've You don't that, believe that? No. They could easily make it. They could easily put that in, and I'm like I, unless I've heard, I have never heard them say anything that it's against. All I've ever heard is their excuse was Mod Rock saying that there was a time where Iron Man basically got items like glitched onto their account through the Dual Arena bug and stuff, and now they don't. That's their whole reasoning. That's what I've heard. Like that's like such bullshit as well. (laughs) Because how many accounts hit that? I, exactly like why would you yeah. limit every single person off of like maybe a few people back years and years ago when there wasn't even tob or chambers or anything to have oh they drop traded a bandos tacits or something over just potentially yeah. like who knows but it's nothing like that 
yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like it was. Do they really think that there's gonna be this one guy with like a full collection log with all cool items Dude, all of a sudden? Like I yeah. think the real reason is because it would piss off mains. It would have pissed off a lot of mains initially that Iron Man get a bunch of free collection log spots and mains don't. That was the only reason, in my opinion, that is the reason that it didn't happen. I don't think it has anything to do with the engine not being able to produce it. They're not free, though, because the Iron Man still have earned those I know, but mains could have also have earned it, and then it's unfair because the mains can't prove it. So that's why it's unfair. Uh, But at at the same time, it's such a dumb argument because it's like, dude, okay, the collection log has been out for years now. Like, just let irons that have gotten something, that have proof that they've gotten it, just put it on their damn collection log. (laughs) I don't think it has anything to do with the engine. I think it's just... I don't know. I really hope that eventually comes out because I guess the more the collection log's been out, it's just nice to be able to show that you've obtained something. Yeah. Is anyone actually going for like full, like every third age piece? Like it's not like there's a really a race to number one. That shit takes like over 60 years to like (laughs) as a main with unlimited money to get like all third age. Hey, Jace is well on his way. <laughs> Dude, I wonder what Hey, Jace is going to do because, um, you know, like completing the third age on the hard log is cool and all. But then you have as soon as you want to go for the master collection log, mm-hmm. like you're going to be eating so many dupe third age pieces of like the yeah. lesser tier. I think that's never going to be his focus. I think he's mainly doing it now because he's enjoying Harkloof so much and he's still getting them at a fairly decent rate like new slots in the third age log yeah no I and think of it's... course he knows that it will slow down yeah i wonder i actually haven't ever really calculated it i wonder what the most efficient way if you're going macro efficiently for the collection log would be would that literally just be to do masters only until you've completed every master third age and then go down the tiers by that like what do you think uh like, Probably the other way around, right? I mean, wouldn't it be masters first though? Because wouldn't you want to get all the ma- all the master third age, like the druidic and tools and stuff, and then go to elites? Because during that time, you can get the other third ages as well. Like, I don't know what I'm trying to. Do you understand what I'm trying to ask? The uh, um, not like it really yeah. matters, but. I I guess you just I guess it depends on like completion time. Like how many yeah. rolls rolls. Yeah. And the other thing is like I was thinking, oh, you would just do elites because you can actually get the master third age from mimic from elite mimics, but I don't know if that would be I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's not like it matters. <laughs> but I always am intrigued by players that go for like super intense long term goals, like Hey Jace. Yeah, going for like compl- super completion and pets and already obtained two hundred, already done two hundred mil all. It's crazy. He's always been a a massive inspiration for me. Like even with streaming and stuff, he's helped me out so much in the beginning. That's awesome. Helpful dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Duck Crisk says, you've said before that your English has gotten a lot better because of streaming. How was that process and what does it feel like looking back on the early days? Ooh, I like that one. 
Um, yeah, it, uh, RuneScape has been like my guide to English, basically, right from like when I was younger. I learned all my English from from RuneScape. I almost like to believe. Wow. And like communicating with people, yeah, it's, it's got, like English is a, a mandatory class here in the Netherlands, like uh, a, a mandatory thing you gotta follow, but. I feel like I always had such an advantage already over everyone else just because of RuneScape. And that's such a cool thing to me. Yeah. But in streaming wise, yeah, in the beginning, I definitely feel like my English was a lot worse. I struggled over my words a lot more. I still do because. Uh, <laughs> what? I was fucking, I would get stuck right there as I'm. <laughs> talking about how I feel would struggle less. Um, nah, um, damn, now I'm fucking, I'm flustered. Uh, what do I want to say? <laughs> Your English is great. I think it's, well, thank you. I think it's almost perfect. I always hated it where you could very clearly hear someone's Dutch accent over their English. And I have always wanted to work on that, like try to make that as least hearable as possible. Of course, you always hear that little spark of Dutch in my English. But over the years, I feel like that's gotten a lot better, especially when I look back on like early, early clips yeah. of me. God, or looking back at early clips of my stream is just painful. Like, it's so cringe. Oh, it is. I mean, I already hate looking at a clip from like yesterday just because <laughs> I, 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 I cringe at seeing myself. I cringe at hearing my own voice. I, I hate it. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever cringe at hearing my own voice. I cringe at uh, like listening back to like me trying to articulate something. Because I'm so <laughs> bad at it. And I'm like, this is going to be a painful like train wreck listening to me trying to explain something. Yeah, but, yeah. Just I don't know. Even though like a thousand people could tell you that you don't have to and that it's fine, it will never be fine in yeah. your own head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, it's it's really cool that a video game can do that and just help 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 you out so much with English. So I'm curious. Um, so Jetpack Duck. Uh, just asked, like, how are you so handsome? What hairstyling products do you use? And can you share your diet? Um, all like, I remember, I guess me reading this, I just want to say, like, I remember, like, you have lost some weight, and it seems like you've gotten just a lot more, like, healthy and yeah, fit. definitely. So, what caused that? Because I feel like a I... lot of gamers kind of mm-hmm. can, I don't know, relate. I don't know. It was just a certain like switch in my head that said like I f- I think it was actually at now I remember exactly. It was at my dad's birthday. It was his fiftieth birthday, I think. One of my uncles literally just straight up called me fat, and I'm like, I'm not having that. And I feel like that everyone just needs that one little like thing or the little spark that ignites that switch in your head. Fucking and that's uncles, what they dude. did for me. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, just, I can imagine that at a family reunion of my own. Just like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> but do you think that and was the of thing? Of course, like, in the moment, you just play it off. You just laugh it off. Like, yeah. oh, it's just my uncle saying that. But actually, like, that night, it was just boiling in my head. And I'm like, you know what? He's right. I got to change something. So I just, like, in the beginning, it was mainly my diet. I, I was around... 
110 kilos, I think, at my highest point, which is... I'm going to do conversion real quick. Thank you. Americans appreciate it. <laughs> oh, oh, put it to uh, the freedom units real quick. <laughs> I was 242 pounds okay. at my highest point. Uh, and that was when I was like like 19 or something. And wait, and uh, just, just for, uh, I guess, um, our own info, like how uh, how tall are you, I guess? I'm six three. Like oh, hundred and nine. Oh, yeah, I'm damn. pretty. I'm pretty tall. Yeah, but I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't far... even say that's like hardly. I mean, I I understand it's probably overweight, but it's like barely. Yeah. You're fucking a giant. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hundred and ten is still like, or like two forty is definitely overweight, even yeah. for that length. I just think and of my brother because I... he's like he's a bit bigger as well. But is he also like six three? Or... He's like six one, and he's like. 250 or something like he's been oh, okay. losing weight over time because he was he was pushing like 300 at one point but uh Oof. but yeah he has been like on a diet and stuff and he's been like working out and stuff so it's been cool to see but but yeah so what what did you change yeah well i i got to that point but like i used to play soccer for about nine years and then i got a knee injury stopped that that's when i started video gaming a lot and then over the years you just accumulate kilos kilos if you just play video games and go to school and like don't do any activity outside of that so like that uh, eventually i got to that that uncle point <laughs> and then i i just started changing my diet so the main thing was just like always having some food next to you while you're gaming or like I, uh, I have like a little table next to me where I have like my my water now and stuff. But there would always be some food on there, like a snack or just some other food, and never any water or anything as well. And I would just like not have anything next to me and just stick to the big meals every day. And slowly that number would go down over time, and all of a sudden that started like increasing. And after like losing like twenty kilos, going down to. I'll convert it again. <laughs> from two, going down from like 240 to sub 200, that's when I started working out too. I got really into like watching fitness YouTubers and like actually doing a lot of researching into like how to convert your body and building more muscle and everything. Because I started noticing that my uh, my weight loss started being a little stagnant, or I was still wasn't happy with how my body looked so i wanted yep. to change that too because you could lose weight but you could still like look like shit basically so i wanted to work on that and i lost another like i don't know like well i went down to 175 i think at some point and yeah th that just made me feel so much healthier and it was just simply it, it it really needs to be a switch in your head that, yeah. that needs to go over and everyone can tell you like you have to lose weight eat less of that eat less of that but you need to be genuinely motivated to do it yep if the genuine motivation isn't there you're not gonna make it you'll always fail yep i can completely agree with that my brother it took it took a switch for my brother I don't want to just talk for other people, but he was talking to a girl that he used to date pretty much. And, uh, there was something in there where like, because they had sort of like broken up 
and then they like reconnected and they were talking something in that conversation just sparked like he needs to lose weight and like get healthier and stuff because he'd been letting himself go for like a bit too long and so Mm -hmm. there's always just the one spark that goes for most people that end up losing weight i think that spark was him talking to a girl he used to like yeah i've uh, a lot of people will tell you like you have to do it for yourself but in reality a lot of people that will just not work for that's not enough motivation doing it for yourself yeah and that might be healthier that you want to do it for yourself because then you know that your motivation is coming from within and you always have yourself but if there's something like for instance like wanting to look good for a girl then and that works for you then that's fine too you know yeah that's that's the thing but the, the scary part about that is if that would fall away out of your life would you completely fall back into your old habits true but i would never want to go back to what i looked then and if i like just just looking at my face like i was holding so much like water weight just in my my cheeks and everything and just seeing how how much better shape my face is now i i i would never want to go back to that yeah oh you look but, good thanks sexy okay okay <laughs> yeah now i just i just find it motivating to see other people that do their kind of silent journey because in my eyes it was a very just personal journey for you to do that so that was awesome it was yeah i think the first time i tweeted about it i was already like like 40 pounds down or something when i first like actually started speaking about it that's awesome because uh i've been making my own little lifestyle changes i am not the i do not live a healthy lifestyle for the most part but i'm getting there first things first stop caffeine and i think the headaches are finally stopping now it's been a week that's so. good I, I know that max was a big uh inspiration for you yeah uh, that he definitely guy. was so it's cool to see it's cool to see other gamers making like their own gains i should say but or losses or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah i should say that I can't wait to make my coffee after the cast. <laughs> hey, it's okay when people say like they want their coffee because I was never a coffee drinker, so that doesn't like be it doesn't make me like oh I want my coffee. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee, so <laughs> you're good. But if you say like yeah. crack open a nice cold Red Bull, that sounds pretty damn good right now. Not gonna lie. Uh, no, I I never I've never been into energy That's drinks. That's good. I despise them. Yeah, no, I despise energy drinks. That's good. I despise sugar-free energy drinks. I hate those. They taste like <laughs> poison, dude. I like just loaded up with sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mafia asks, is it true your mom wakes you up during bingo so you don't ever sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you threw that in there. All right, so this happened once. Yes, I I am a big fan of playing bingo events. I don't know if you've played in any like in the past like year. I, or I hate recently. bingos, dude. What do you hate about them? That's I so always, fun. dude. Okay, so the last bingo I did, I went like six hundred sire dry of an unsired in general, oh. <laughs> and then I also did like the bryophyte to grind during that, and I didn't get anything, and I did like some other shit. I never get anything. My team always sucks. This was back when I was in solitary. And so yeah. ever since that last bingo I tried, I was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing this bullshit anymore. I, I could say that the, the boards and stuff and, like, the content that's on there has definitely incre- like, improved a lot over the past, like, year or so, ever since I joined. It's been, uh, it's been fun. I don't know. It just makes you do content that you normally 
that I wouldn't just randomly go out of my way of doing. I don't know. It just yeah. gives that random motivation on top of like going for the items. You're also trying to go hard for your teammates and like trying to win with them. It's just it's just a fun concept. But to go back to what Jordan said is yes. Um, uh, for like five or six days straight, I've been like sleeping like three or four hours a night, which I hate doing. But we were in a good position at Bingo, and one day I guess I overslept and uh, I sit in the attic. My room's in the attic, and my mom has like a, a room uh, in the hallway over where she just sits sometimes and she couldn't hear me talking at the time I was normally have been talking the, the days before. So she literally came into my room and she literally like shook my shoulder and said, it's bingo time. And then she just walked out <laughs> of my room again. And uh, I guess I told my team that story and it, uh, the word spread a little bit. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, we're going to have to take a quick break. I'm going to take a pee. Be right back. I'll be the same. Okay, cool. Yes. I'll be back in like a minute or so. Yep. Good to go again whenever. All right. Okay, so we were talking about... Oh, yeah, your mom waking up for bingo. Okay, let's... <laughs> so, Dot Chris wants you to talk about the Dutch community for a bit. Anyone to shout out or interesting stories from the days before streaming? Um... I don't really like my most of my friends like even even my Dutch friends we communicate in English like most of my most of the Dutch people that I know hate speaking Dutch online and they just speak English regardless of two people being Dutch oh, they wow. will still communicate in English to each other which I always found very interesting but the only like Dutch Dutch community I was in is was like all the way in the beginning when I told you about that friend Jono that like I started playing old school with, yeah, and we'd like go on like duo bando strips and stuff with each other, like in the beginning uh, of our PVM adventures. That's like the only like real interaction I had with Dutch people, and then from then on, it's just been mixed in with like all the English communities, and that those people I will know from that they're Dutch, but we will always just communicate in English. So I don't really have like any interesting stories from for that part. Yeah. That's interesting, though, that you would talk in English. Yeah, I, I've always found it, like, that's kind of weird, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I've made a lot of, like, so I, I guess one cool story is that um, about two years ago, I met up with a bunch of, uh, so it was my birthday in July, and I decided to get a bunch of, like, Dutch RuneScape people together. And we go. We went like bowling in the center of the country, like in uh, uh, like one of the main cities, of the country. So, so the Netherlands is very small. Like you could drive through the entirety of the Netherlands in like two and a half, three hours. That's how oh, small. Damn. Yeah, that's how small the Netherlands is. So it's kind of crazy to think that like we're the third like highest population on the game, like after the UK and America. <laughs> For like such a small country, that's so weird to think to me as well. Probably run into a lot of people that play RuneScape then. Yeah, I mean, when I originally went to that software engineering class, there was like twelve people who played old school RuneScape. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and when Wintertop got released, we all just played. We did Wintertop together in class, like on that's release because awesome. it was during class. And that was really funny. 
all right, I say that I don't have any cool stories and now I'm thinking of all these things. It's kind of funny. All right, so what I wanted to tell you is that uh, we in July we went bowling together and it was with like a bunch of people that you probably know. I should honestly like grab the picture from that. It was really cool. I have people like, I don't know if you know Danscape. Uh, I, I like, I know of him from like his Twitch name. Yeah. But I don't know him like personally. Uh, not to cast. Yeah. Uh, Mutt was there. Oh yeah. There was a lot I've of seen, people. I've probably seen this picture. Bring, yeah. It was... Find it if you can, if it, if you can. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll go look for it. Okay. I'm going to go look for it. But yeah, that was really cool. We just like went bowling, had a drink, we ate some food together and it was just a fun gathering of like people that we had never met before. And that was, um, that was after, that was the second time, uh, before the second time I was going to RuneFest. So it was like my second time meeting up with people from RuneScape. So is it, we okay, so you've been to RuneFest, have you? Twice now, okay. yeah. yeah. Is How is it meeting people that you've known from like streams and, you know, just pe- how is it like meeting up with people that have the same passions as you, like that you love RuneScape? It's- it's fucking awesome I'll because i've that. never been to Rune runefest or anything yeah so. now runefest is once you've gone once you, you'll want to go again every time it is fucking awesome it's just it's ve- like the first 30 seconds are weird and awkward and then it just like feels like second nature like you've known each other for years that's awesome so, yeah it's it's just so cool and i know for people that are worried about like drama that you usually see on twitter and stuff you notice nothing of that during RuneFest, it's all just good fun, good times. That's so cool. Everyone's so kind to each other, That's... like talking to the J mods and everything. It's yeah. it's really cool. That's what's kind of a shame is like with the with the anon anonymity. What is, what's the word? Anonymity and and anonymity. I don't know what anonymity. Oh, is this is this that pronunciation thing that you talked about earlier? <laughs> I'm struggling, man. Please help. No. But whatever it is, like, I feel like just being anonymous on the internet makes it so much easier to be a toxic asshole. Yeah. And then when you're in, when you're actually with people, you're not going to be like that. You're going to be happy. Yeah. And you're going to have a really fun time. So I, that's, that sounds so nice having the meetup. I found the picture right away. Oh, you did? Link it. Oh, yeah. there it is. Let's see. Oh yeah, Morat is also in the front. Oh wow. Uh UIM Verf is in the background. He was there. That's There's awesome. a lot of people. I'm like cheeking out with my with my head there in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a really good time. That's awesome. But yeah, RuneFest is just exactly like that. Uh RuneFest, sorry. It's it's so good. It's just like it's it's a weekend is almost not enough because you have like these short conversations with everyone and you'd love to talk to them for longer but there's just so many people to talk to that you almost like don't want to talk longer with them and it's yeah but god yeah, that sounds so i wonder there there's no way there's a rune fest this year right no it, if uh, i think that realistically like around that time it would be allowed again but they have to do so much planning ahead of time yeah. with so much uncertainty right now that they just can't do that so you think next so, year though for sure yeah yeah i'm pretty confident that next year there will that, be one i want to do that then on the plan i would 100 do it that sounds like, like so much fun the last one the first person i saw was actually uh bf rocket he like I had arrived a day early, and him, Sink, and a cult one had a, a 
Airbnb together. And like he asked me to come over because there was no one there yet. And just like right from that moment, it's just like them inviting me over, even though like we have never like seen each other before. But it just feels like you're friends already just because you've been talking online. It was just instantly everyone was just so chill with each other and just going to uh, it's like one bar there that everyone goes to. It's just and just all of the RuneScape people just take over that bar. It's just only like people that are coming from RuneFest and it's a really good time. I would highly recommend it to anyone that has never gone to go. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it I is. wonder if they'll ever do an American one, like one in the U.S. I oh, think really. they've said they wouldn't. Oh, really? Just, yeah, just because it's a UK-based con- yeah. Uh, company. Yeah, I was gonna say that'd be kind of weird, but mm. yeah, I would love that for you guys to have one there. I mean, there's always but... like Twitch cons and stuff, but yeah, RuneFest is definitely like. Yeah, a lot of RuneScape people do go to Twitch cons, but it's less than RuneFest, of yeah. course. And it's just packed with so many other people that you... Yeah. yeah. It's a lot bigger event. Okay. Um, Let's see. MC Mask... MC Matt, goddammit, asks... Um, also, thoughts on TOB being safe now in PvP worlds? Oh, yeah, he asked something else. It was, like, some, like, meme. It was... A... Okay, so he... <laughs> He's the most he said, memey guy I know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, first, we'll just briefly return to streaming Black Window Spiders. And we're not even going to go through the voice crack clip. <laughs> what is that? What's is, does, Do you want to go into that? What's the Black Window Spiders? All right, so for the longest time, until like a year ago, I thought that they were called Black Window Spiders, <laughs> and for some reason the co- the conversation came up about them. At some point, we were talking about Australia or something, and I said like there would randomly just be a Black Window Spider on you, and everyone was just like, "Did you just say window?" I'm like, "Yeah." And for some reason, it became a meme. Yeah. I always thought they were called Black Window Spiders. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now there was what well, I I can't even think of the word right now, so I won't. But there was a word like that where I just always thought something was called something else, and then when you get called out on it, it's like, oh god, like you're so you just look like such an idiot, and there's no recovery from it. You just have to like embrace it. Yeah. Okay. He also asks thoughts on Tob being safe now on PvP worlds. That's another meme. Now I'm seeing there after dying there on his iron. Yeah. So. Uh, I've heard this story, and I know you just mentioned it on your stream yesterday about it, but you had died and lost a bunch of gear by... Harry, can you just go into the story real quickly of how do you how you died at TOB Bank? Yeah, so that night I was, uh, I was on my maxing grind working on construction, and I was making planks doing the like PvP world meta where you bank at Camelot. And you tell it to your house and you, you just plank making like that. I was doing that for a couple hours and I was kind of fried from that, just like doing it on autopilot. And uh, one of my friends, uh, Shadow was at the time, they needed a plus one for TOB. And I was like, yeah, sure, fine. So I geared up, uh, just brain dead. Like I was like, oh, anything to get me away from construction right now. Just geared up, ran over to the bank. And stood there for a little bit. And all of a sudden, like, my bank screen got canceled. And I was like, what's happening? And then 
I got call specced once and I still didn't re- realize what was happening. And then I looked over in the bottom right of my screen and saw the skull. And at that point, I was already getting call specced for a second time. So I was already Damn. dead at that point. He killed me in like one barrage and two call specs. And that was just like straight at the bank booth. How was the- how is that not safe? I have no idea. I thought all banks, when you're right next to a bank, is safe. No, apparently not. That's fucked. But yeah, how did so you feel the, right then? I mean, I was I was on Discord with a couple friends, and I was oh, laughing God. my ass off. I was like, "There's no way that just happened," and they were the one being like, "Oh no, oh god!" And I was honestly like, "This is this is actual comedy. Like, there's no way that just happened." And I honestly like, I'm very grindy when it comes to this game and i was i was already not worried about just grinding that stuff back because i knew i knew that i would i'm way too stubborn to not do that and get everything back yeah so i honestly like 20 minutes after i was already at zora with my dragon into crossbow like trying to get my blowpipe back because i didn't have a spare one (laughs) that's insane dude i would have been so pissed i have nightmares of losing gear like Uh, one piece of gear i have nightmares of that and ma- they're mainly huge things like TiVo or Scythe or something. Oh, yeah. But, like, I even had a nightmare. And it's always way over-exaggerated in your dream because it's, like, the end of the world because that's the only thing you're thinking of in your dream. But yeah. uh, I had one nightmare where I lost my eternal glory. And it was just, Ooh. like, this horrible, like, thing that I could never re-get. And I was like, this isn't that bad. Like, it's just, like, 30 hours maybe. But it's like, damn, it was hor- horrible in my dream. Um, yeah, it it was. I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. Honestly, I was I just laughed it off, and I was just like, yeah, I'll just this is my mistake, and I'll grind for it. And I I instantly went back, of course, because I thought like maybe I could reget something off the floor that he might have not gotten. And then I realized that I was a level three standing inside an NPC at the entrance of Tob. So I like talked to him, and he told me like, yeah, I was the one that killed you. So he added me on Discord, and that's how I got like the kill picture of him killing me with all the gear in it. So I just, I just wanted to know exactly what friends. I was because I didn't even realize at that point. <laughs> just like friends? Question mark? Like want to be? Yeah. Now? You just jacked all my shit. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, we just stood there and chatted for a bit. He said like, yeah, you're taking it well, and he said that he killed a bunch of people like that over the past few weeks. Damn. Uh, yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah that's horrible though just to lose shit that you work on because it's not just like gp buying it back you gotta regrind it yeah okay bazam is asking what is your favorite part of the iron man mode all in all what is the grind you are least looking forward to doing in terms of your own goals if you could remove one thing from OSRs, what would it be? And what motivates you to keep playing every day for long hours? We'll cover the first one. What is your favorite part of the Iron Man mode all in all? Um, I, f- I think what we discussed earlier is just like the feeling of getting a piece of gear or getting a piece of something and knowing that's actually useful to you instead of just seeing it as uh, some money that you just earned that you can buy gear with later. That that, that That's just such a different feeling. Yeah, it, it, that that is honestly like the beauty of Iron Man mode to me, and you know that you earned that, you did that. Yep, and there's a badge next to you, so there's there's no question whether you earned it or not. It's like, yep, exactly. Okay, what is a grind you are least looking forward to doing? Um, 
I, I guess the one thing I'm like really afraid about is going very dry on an alley after seeing Jack recently. Yeah, and the the craziest thing is like that's not even as bad as it can really get. It could get so much worse than three <laughs> yeah. times rate. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Definitely. terrifying. Mm-hmm. But Cor- yeah, I, just because Corp is like not that engaging, Corp is Corp. Do you do the games Nichols method? Yeah, it it makes it, it made it a lot more fun. Thank you for making that ma- video, honestly, because that it made Corp a lot more fun. But it's still it's still Corp. <laughs> yeah, it's still Corp. No, still I agree. Corp. And it's just like you haven't had great luck there. You just you recently got a spectral though, right? Yeah, like three point four k. Well, Jesus. I I had great luck because I got an eighty two kill con arcane, so that was great luck. Yeah, but, but then, then getting like, four more right after, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's not uh, amazing. And you don't have a pet yeah. yet, do you? No. Yeah, so you have pretty meh luck. Yeah, but uh, it's just kind of painful when you just realize, like, as soon as... It, it feels like whenever you get a new sigil, it's like, oh, time to restart, like, six kills an hour, like, going, you know, yeah. let's, let's regrind 100 hours to get to the drop rate again. It's like, yeah. that's how it kind of even feels. The, even though it doesn't work like that, yeah, it feels like that. it still feels yeah. like you got to, like, work for it again, put in a bunch of hours. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, getting uh, an early Ellie is the best that is the most optimal or if you're like full completionist getting an early pet which i have two now god damn it yeah but um getting <laughs> I'm so jealous of that second yeah. pet I'm Get... <laughs> it just sucks to see like i know if there's people that are just pissed but it's like god that's like the last thing you want to see is a dupe pet like come yeah. on man but yeah now getting an early alley or getting an early pet is an incredible relief at core really is. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and then he also asked if you could remove one thing from OSRS, what would it be? Ooh. That's an interesting question. Damn. Would I really want to remove I don't think there's anything I would really want to remove. Oh, oh wait, never mind. MTA. <laughs> I hate I despise MTA. What's your okay? I have to ask, what's your least favorite room? There. Alchemy. Thank God. Somebody agrees with me. Alchemy is by far the worst. Yep. It's horrible. Everyone's like telekinetic, telekinetic. Nah, fucking alchemy, dude. That room is just... It just looks like a fucking prison sentence, dude. I like... I'm... I'm very grindy when it comes to this game. I can almost stand anything, but the two things I can't stand in this game are Tithe Farm and MTA. Tithe Farm is really bad. I hate those two pieces of content so much. Yeah. You remember Mino or Message RS? Remember that? Uh, Meno, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He loved Tithe Farm. Remember when he was doing King of the Skill? I don't know if you ever watch his. Yes, yes. Oh my <laughs> he god. He was like completely... restarting accounts to have like the perfect farming account. I'm like, how? How are you doing this? Like, why? Why have you, nobody's t- forcing you to do this and you're just doing it? He's like, I like Tithe Farm. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Man, dude, King of the Skill. I'd have completely forgotten about that. King of the Kill King of the Skill was so scuffed because of the whole like people going for it, it was only okay if you were going for total level. Then it was pretty fair. But when people were like abusing just logging out like yeah 
yeah, those people that would make like an alt for King of the Skill and then do fire making and only log in like when you know. I mean, people did that for total levels too. So I guess in a in 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 a sense, it was also scuffed for total level. Yeah, I mean, it was scuffed entirely. But at least for total level, you have so many other things to do. Like you have questing yeah. to do. You have like a bunch True. of shit that you need to get done. It was so much more planning instead of just doing one skill. But yeah, that was kind of an interesting. What was cool about it? It was a it is that it was a one time thing. Because if yeah. they were to do it again, I mean, if it was like a yearly thing or something, it would just get solved, basically. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine when they come out with scuffed things like that when it's a one-time thing. Because it's like the yeah. original Dead Man mode that came out. Nobody has any mm-hmm. clue what they're fucking doing. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes it so much fun. I honestly had a lot of fun at King of the Skill, though. I was competing with Jebrim for the agility, <laughs> the agility one. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you but then, uh, in the end, no, 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 no. In the end, I I ended up like fifteenth or something. There was a lot of people who like found out a really good early game strategy. Ah, oh, damn. No idea about. But I made like five or six different accounts yeah, that I played the full twenty four hours on. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like six. It's literally like so many it's fucking hours. It's like yeah, 150 hours that it could have gone. It's kind of enjoyable. I mean, just did it with friends who also went for that one. It was, that cool. made it fun. That's cool. Yeah. Do you like leagues? Yes. Oh my god, I had so much fun. I think I. So normally I hate anything that takes away from the progress on your account, like on the main game. I feel like that's the problem with a lot of people with seasonal game modes. Yeah, is that they don't want to take away time from their main account's progress. But Trailblazer was like those two we- first two weeks of Trailblazer are probably the most fun I've had in the, the past few years on this game. Wow, yeah, that's cool. And just that th- that pop up every time you got a task is so satisfying. I'm so happy they made that into a thing for the collection log as well. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's so satisfying. But just so- like I don't know, it was such a different way of playing the game, even though it's the exact same game. How did you play? Did you just play for fun or did you have any competitive? I, thing to I go for went. Dragons? I was getting memed and I was going for the clue scroll route. I, I went. I wanted to rank one heart and elite clue scrolls in uh, the leagues and I kept those for a very long time. For at least for the time when I played, yeah. I stayed rank one for those. The worst part is, is like how fun it is. It just, the burnout is so inevitable and it comes so quickly. Yeah. Of just like, oh, what am I doing? Like, that's what I told myself as well. As soon as that would hit, I would instantly go back to yeah. the normal game, which I did. So I like kept it fun. Yeah. But I killed. Uh, so what the what the clue perk did is like whatever monster. It didn't matter what monster you killed, but it had like a certain drop rate for hard and elite clues. And I found out that tortured gorillas were the best thing to kill in the game for both because they like drop hard and elite clues. And since it didn't matter, like, what monster you killed, they always had the same clue rate. Oh, you wow. just wanted a monster that you killed the fastest. So the monster that was the fastest to kill that had both was Tortured Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> the one time you'll ever kill those ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was, so it was, it was a bit different, but it was fun to do. Yeah. What do you think they're going to do for the next league? I honestly have you no idea. See? I guess what would you want to see? 
I think they're going to revisit Zaya. Do you think it's going to be area locked, or do you think they should ex- just make it so it's completely different than anything we've ever seen before? So, I think it's going to be extremely hard for them to beat what they did with Trailblazer. Um, I think they either are going to do the same with different uh, like perks and tears and stuff. Uh, relics, sorry, that's the word. Different relics or... It's just not going to be as good. I think. I think at this point, it can only be a disappointment. So I kind of think that they just shouldn't, shouldn't do another one. I'll be honest. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Or do you it's, don't do yeah. another one, or just wait longer, like not do one this year? Yeah, n- n- not do one this year. I don't think they'll have time even to do one this year. Let's, yeah. let's oh, they're planning real. on it, right? Or are they not? I can't even remember what I, Husky, I was talking to Husky. I can't even remember if they're planning on one this year. I highly. I think on the roadmap for this year that was not one. Okay, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. What do you think of group Iron Man mode or any new game mode coming out? Also, no happening this year. What do you think about them though? Do you think are you going to play group Iron Man? Because I think group I, Iron Man's almost inevitable at this point. Like they're going to push it because there's a bunch of players that think they'll like it. I think Group Iron Man is extremely overhyped and it's going to be a very big disappointment. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think Group Iron Man mode is only designed for content creators or yep. very like tight friend groups that are actually going to just compete for ranks because people love fresh high scores. But for the casual player, it's not going to be it. For a lot of Iron Man accounts that just are normal irons, it's not going to be it. And uh, there was one more thing I wanted to say about it. Um, see, content creators only. Oh, oh, yeah, and it's it's probably gonna be a bunch of people just playing multi-login, yeah. like just just playing Iron Mainscape with multiple accounts, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. What do you, if there was, do you have any idea or anything that you would want for a new game mode or do you just not want new game modes? I personally don't have an original idea for a game mode now. Do you have any? I want Mithril, man. Mithril, oh God. Did you hear about that? Nope. Mithril (laughs) man mode. It is literally just a game mode where every single person is basically a main except... You can't use the GE, and you can only trade other Mithril men. So it's a restarted economy where you can only. So you're you're still you're still kind of an Iron Man because you can only pick up things that you like. You or other Mithril men got. Mm-hmm. So probably a lot of weird coding in that to like. You can still pick up stuff, but as long as a Mithril man you know killed it, you could pick it up. So you could like duo bosses, like you could team like Bandos and shit, and you could. So it's basically like a reset of the economy in the game without resetting the economy in the game. Yeah, and there's no GE, and so but basically what there there would be like little hubs, like there would be like little banks probably where Mithril men would have bank sales and shit. It would bring back that kind of nostalgia of like like the Varrock West. Yeah, people there would be yeah. like that nostalgia of like Mithril men only, you know, little things because like you can only do things as Mithril men, you know, so. Yeah. Um but 
you know there's i've already talked about this and there's some downside like everyone would just eventually resort to like some sort of zybez thing or yeah some rune light plugin would eventually come up that helps it so it's basically like a grand exchange almost or like a trading post version mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's that concept is just not like interesting. It's just I, it's yeah. it sounds cool and all, but yeah, when you really started playing it, it just seems like a very diluted mixture of Iron Man and Main. That's just yeah, maybe a little stale, but I don't know. Something I think that would be kind of fun for a lot of uh because there are a lot of people that kind of like that Iron Man mode ish thing, but can trade still like get supplies and shit. Yeah, but. That nostalgia, I don't think, will last long of like bank no, sales and it stuff. Really wouldn't. Yeah, people are just too hooked on efficiency nowadays to like really care about that nostalgia. Exactly. It would still yeah. be. I would still play it though because of the fresh high scores, and it's still very similar to Iron Man. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, but it loses its coolness fairly quickly. <laughs> kind of tough i i'm like very this is just so niche but it would be it would be kind of cool as if uh there was this i'm not advocating for this to be in the game at all but in my selfish ways in an idealistic world where everything worked out perfectly i would really like a game mode that's like iron man but to the extreme where like you can't use shops and shit like and you, I don't know, like, it sounds, like, so sad, but, like, I really like a game mode where it's really is true self-sufficiency, where, like, yeah. you have to, like, go craft all your runes if you wanted, like, runes and stuff. Like, something that really brings back that sort of Iron Man spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what would also be cool uh, is if they just updated rune crafting to make it so when you did craft, like, traditional elemental runes, you would get way more than you currently do. So it actually outcompetes buying it from shops i think that'd be actually kind of cool yeah that'd be sick to like make scaling actually competitive with shop my mom <laughs> yeah but... yeah that's it's very tough iron man is king can't beat it <laughs> okay okay so i will ask this joe mugs is asking discuss scammers and their place in the community should they be trusted if fixed? Uh, two specific scenarios are a known scammer who repaid scam scythe was allowed into PVM clan after voting and the one-eyed owl. I have no idea what any of these are. All right. Like, so, yeah. yeah the, the one-eyed owl situation is a similar situation what happened to me that I'm honestly extremely embarrassed about that I let myself sink that deep. But... You said that you like barely knew anything about it, right? I have no idea anything about this stuff. Okay, so when I still played my main account about four years ago, I had a friend, uh, his name was Asik King, and I loaned a T-bow of him, and I said I was going to PVM with it, and I went staking instead. Uh, that's basically the gist of it. Um, and I instantly realized that I fucked up, I like I was very embarrassed, so I hit for a couple of days because I was like, well, "What do I need to do?" So I, after a couple of days, I made it like a public Twitter statement about that, saying like that I fucked up and that I was gonna repay, which I always plan to do. Let, let that be very clear. Like I 
cannot like carry that weight on my shoulder of like owing someone something I did not want to be in that position. So I just like contacted him and I was lucky enough that as a king is an extremely chill guy. I still like have him in my stream every single day. I think he even came in today. Like he's, he's just a very chill guy. He like even stayed sub to me and everything because he knew that I would like just pay him back and it'd be chill. So after like about a month, I paid him back. And then one night Al did a similar thing, but he completely disappeared out of the community. He used to be a streamer that like was pretty similar to me, patented, and he took someone's twist about and he still hasn't been back since. Like I've seen him in a couple people's like viewer lists and stuff, so he's still around, but he just like doesn't communicate with anyone. Wow. And he, like, never just, like, owed up to it. But... So his exact question was, like, what what the stance is on it? Like, what? Yeah, something like that. He... I guess that's, once again, like, very case-by-case. I'm, of course, like... I feel like I'm not really in the position to say anything about that because I know that a lot of people still hate me for what happened four years ago, which is like I, I I'm not I can't decide for anyone else what they think about me. Yeah. And I'll be honest, if I heard that from someone else that like what I that like someone else did what I did, then I can understand that people have their opinion about me and that is that is totally understandable that they like would have like an opinion about me before even knowing me. Yeah. So I don't blame people for that, but I also know that I've grown over the years and I don't like, I see it appear on like Twitter every once in a while where people like joke about it. Cause you know, you know, people in the HLC like to hold grudges over people over oh. like even, oh even, even like years and years later, like people will still bring up stuff from the past yeah. just because they can and like sensation and, It'll circle jerk around forever. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, yeah, I mean, you paid him back. I, I, I literally, I'm, I'm just, I wasn't around then at that time. Yeah, so I never no. heard about it. But I mean, it doesn't. Maybe at the moment, with like, the moment it happened, it seemed like really bad. But now mm-hmm. in hindsight, you telling me it doesn't seem that bad. You paid him back and everything. Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I. Like, let it once again be very clear. Like, if I was someone else hearing about that, I'd like personally hate me as well because, like, that's just such <laughs> yeah. a scummy thing to yeah. do. What I did, yeah, I don't and... know the whole situation, but yeah, yeah, it, but it, it, it is, really it is a shame thing. when people scam and then leave the community or yeah. something or just like mm-hmm. that's so cringe, especially if you were friends with somebody and then you yeah. just threw it all away for some RS gold. Something. I was just extremely disappointed in myself that I let myself like sink that deep just because of like the dual arena. The place is, uh, I don't know why it's still in the game. I don't see any like positive sides about the dual arena. I guess let's kind of go there. What what are your thoughts on the dual arena? I mean, if you just sh- you just shared them, shouldn't be in the game, but uh, yeah. I mean, the only positive thing about it now is that it actually has a little gold sink in it, which used didn't used to be in there before, like the tax that's on it now. Yeah. But that's literally the only positive side of it. I don't see anything else being good about it. Do you think by them getting rid of the dual arena, there will just come out as like, there will just be, uh, 
like other forms of gambling will just be introduced instead in its place. Yeah, I know that's their main argument. Uh, but then again, the, at that point, they are not like responsible anymore for providing that kind of service. That's people specifically going out of their way to find those type of services. Yeah. Instead of there being a feature in the game that they have designed and they support because it's still in the game. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I imagine. A, I imagine yeah. it brings in a ton of money to Jagex. I don't know. I couldn't explain exactly how that happens, but I know there's a lot of people that play this game specifically to gamble. Yeah, and will like literally try to quit, but then they'll come back just to like buy more gold and gamble. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine it's probably a big chunk of money for Jagex having that. Yeah, but it, it is. Yeah, yeah, just the membership on those accounts and stuff. Yeah, I'm completely against gambling, like shit like that. I, I also, um, I don't know. I just think it's really degenerate to gamble by any means. Yeah. Obviously, when I, it's I like, now, yeah. yeah, when it's like when it's like Twitch predictions, like, I don't give a shit because it's not actually yeah. like money or anything. But it's like, oh, it's so sad when I see people that like, I don't know, it's just like staking in general. Like even like the kind of innocent form of like, oh, I got to drop a mine, I'm gonna drop it and just stake it. It's like why don't you just yeah. keep it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm completely like since then I haven't been staking as all, well, but. Yeah. When you're caught in that, like once you like are caught in that and know how quickly you could make money there, everything just yep. like PVM oh, and all your time spent loses all of its value and yep. nothing matters anymore because like you could you could grind like a, a rates for a hundred hours or you could just do a quick thirty second stake and make the money and Yeah. That's it. I think a lot of it just has to come down to like educating people on it because it's like it's not easy it's like it's not free money it's like when you really are educated on it you just realize like you're basically just losing money every time you go there runescape is just like such a game that attracts people that are sensitive to addictive behavior that a lot of people fall into the pattern of going there and yep staking and gambling. of course like very sensitive to addictive behavior so those two things just go hand in hand I would imagine anybody that's ever played a main account on this game, like, I would honestly say over 90% of those have staked before. Yeah, or have at least, like, had some, some form of interaction with the exactly. dealer arena, or will at some point. It's a super high, It's probably more than 90%. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of people have interacted with it, or just involved themselves in some form of gambling in RuneScape, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't know what, I mean, I don't really care because I just play an Iron Man, so I'm not like, I know Adicon and ChemQ are always advocating for them to just get rid of it because they both had their moments in the dual arena, so it affects, yeah. I don't know, they just are more passionate about getting it removed. Yeah. I uh, I would like to see it gone as well. Yeah. Iron Man's pretty beautiful, though, because there's like just no distraction to go there. Yeah. Which is... Well, there was that hard to lose that, but they even fixed that. So, <laughs> I was actually kind of butthurt they they moved that dig spot so damn far. Like, <laughs> why couldn't it just be right at the entrance? I I actually am really not a fan of them coming out with clue steps that are just arbitrarily just run really far. 
like the two Isle of the Souls elite steps. Oh yeah, I, so I haven't stupid. had those yet because they're they're elite clue steps, right? Yeah, they're so stupid, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, but I've seen you do them. It's yeah. it, ridiculous. It fun. makes sense. It would make sense if there was a way. If there was some way to get there faster, like an agility shortcut or a teleport that you have to earn or something. But the fact that there's just no way to make it faster and it's just, nope, just run here every single time. It's just <laughs> dull. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, Waldron asks, tits or ass? <laughs> yes. Personality. <laughs> I'm Waldron better fucking resub for me just even acknowledging his yeah. fucking tier three thread yeah come on waldron pay up now waldron um, if you hear this tier three but real talk always ass it's always been ass oh. it's the to- it's about the total uh the total package and the personality it's about person well i mean if they're if the if the question is just tits or ass because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play the high road and say it's personality it's, it's love you know but if it was just a question between those two always ass Always oh, tits for me then. I like Damn! <laughs> if really? it's just, <laughs> just t- really, I can't believe we're, we're really discussing this on the save cast. Um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a save cast, man. What did you think this was? Some like professional fucking production or something? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I love how professionally <laughs> like you take this stuff. Like you yeah. might laugh at that, but like you're like you take it very professionally. Well, thank but you. But how you do things, yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Well, always ass. Moving on. <clears throat> um, Waxtap asks, should PvP worlds be removed? I guess. Uh, did he, I don't ask, know if did he ask that because... That meme. Oh, yeah. I don't... I don't know if he's asking that to meme or if he wants that to reinvigorate, like, activity in the wilderness, specifically. I don't even want to answer this because I just don't PvP. I feel I like either. it would be good for them to remove them, but I know there's a lot of people that love mm-hmm. PvP World PKing, so I don't want to be the judge of like, oh, yeah, I want this removed because I Same. think. I literally play all aspects of the game, but PvP. So, yeah. PvP would be fun if... um, I don't know. Like, if I had any sort of, like... If... if if I could get rewarded from it as in, I'm not saying bring out random rewards like BH and shit where everything just gets boosted to shit. But <laughs> um, like, for example, faction wars, that sounds like a really fun, engaging piece of content. That's PVP yeah. related, but that has fa- more like strategy to it instead of just straight up, like clicking ability. Yeah. And for iron men, like if you're, if you're getting attacked in the wilderness and you attack back and kill that person, there is no punishment. Like you've basically done nothing. That person can run back and reclaim their shit. Because yep. you can't pick up anything. And so there is no incentive whatsoever to ever defend yourself in the wilderness. And there are so many Iron Men nowadays that, like, the wilderness is just this unhealthy, unbalanced shit show for people that aren't the predator, you know? Because mm-hmm. I can imagine how fun it is to be a PKer and just attack a fucking running person. Like, you know, like, just free loot. annihilate them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're perfectly geared. You are absolutely. You're in your element of like have all your tribrid gear out, perfect inventory of brews and everything. You're only risking one item, and even that item's like 
protected basically and then you're killing somebody that's pvming it's like dude this this whole thing is just i had a task of three vedian yesterday i've been doing some wildy slayer and i don't even i already have all wildy pets so when i get those tasks i just do three and uh. it's like dude i'm killing vedian and like four people risking nothing basically are in <laughs> zarishin's robe start coming at me blistering me and Zerish like, robing me. I'm like, dude, Pab- this is Pablo with his four cousins. Like, gets yeah, I'm like, know. I understand how this is really fun for you guys because you're literally not risking anything and you're just getting free loot potentially because it's just a gang up session of just let's gang up on somebody that's defenseless. But it's like, I don't know. I just like the multi air. Like, I understand a 1v1 fight. That's fair. I'll take that. And I can literally escape any 1v1 person unless they're in like absolute max and they get really good RNG and I'm like not on my best flicks. But like, dude, when there's four people on you constantly fire surging you, oh my God, like, it's not fun, man. (laughs) This is making me hate PvP just because, like, oh my God. Just trying to do my three fucking kills and there's, I don't know. It's part of the game, and that's the risk you take, and so I understand that. But if you're trying to make the game, if you're trying to revive PvP, that's not the way to revive it. Just saying. Yeah, I agree. So, but yeah, I don't know if PvP world should be removed. Okay. Um, I guess we'll kind of look at this one. Opinions on using alts to take less damage on your iron. I know he's just memeing or something, but. That guy literally specifically made that Twitter account to tweet that. Yikes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but um, I'm. Just, I guess I'm. I guess I am kind of. I, we've already covered this, but you've already said if if something's in the game and it's going to make it more convenient and it's not against the rules, you're going to take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, but you would still prefer it to be a solo game. Yeah. Right? And I can agree yeah, with that. Exactly. Yeah. That's my stance on it. All right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if I missed anything. Okay. Backspace asks, he says, be honest. Do you like my memes? Novacy JK, but on a real note, what do you see yourself doing after streaming slash runescape? Also, what was the reception of your solo raids world record progression video, and would you consider remaking it? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Backspace. Uh, his memes are awful. Um, <laughs> what do I say? Nah. Backspace makes some quality memes. Um, but I'll, I'll give him that. He he works hard on those, and so like when he works from home, all he does is just ask, like, suggest meme ideas to me. And tells me if they're good or not. No, uh, but we we pretty much covered the like post friendship thing, right? Yeah, pretty like, much. Po- yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I would like to get into either teaching because I know that that is in need in my country at the moment. There's a very like low amount of teachers I, here. I hate teaching. <laughs> I realize that from streaming. I- I I I like kind of hate it in a way as well, and that's why I'm like, it's kind of weird that I want to do that, but 
I don't know. I feel like you feel like you'd be good at it. I feel like I just need to like teach myself to have more patience yeah, with people. That could help. Like, yeah. Like I'm right impatient. now, very quickly when someone doesn't get something, I'm like, how do you not get that? Like, yeah. even though like I'm the exact same, like I will sometimes take forever to get something, even though it's very simple. So I need to start looking at it from that perspective and know that some people just take longer to understand. That's cool. But it's also coming from a part where I have a I have a sister, I have an older sister, and she is uh she has a something called rat syndrome. And she's also autistic and epileptic. So she like needs to be taken care of twenty four seven. Uh she she can't she pretty much can't do anything alone. So just I, I admire the patience that my mother has with her. And like just taking care of her for all those years. She's like twenty five already and from like whenever she was born, my mother has taken like care of her twenty four seven. I just admire her so much for that. So I just wanna like follow up on that. That's if awesome. that makes sense Damn. anyway. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. Like moms are a different breed, man. <laughs> they I, really are i see my mom and i'm moms. like how how have you like, <laughs> how do you deal with this yeah and just how are you so like giving and caring like mm-hmm. i don't understand it because i'm a fucking selfish like mid-20s adult that just still plays runescape you know they're, they're just like an endless pool of inspiration and positivity that just and selflessness yeah, selfless. They just don't care. Like they don't they don't do things for themselves. It's if weird. I could just be like in, in my future could be like a little just a little snip of that, I that would make my I would be very proud. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm not seeing any more topics. Do you have any that uh, or any questions or anything that you would like to go and do that you've been inspired to get into on the cast or anything? Um, or is there anything that eats you up when you play RuneScape or anything you want to get off your chest? That eats me up when I play RuneScape? Not really, honestly. I'm, like, very content with old-school RuneScape, how it is. I I enjoy my time on there. I, I'm more of a person that just deals with whatever the situation is. On in the video game specifically, saying like instead of like constantly complaining about it, or I'll complain about it, but I'll just keep going. You know, like yeah. how you go dry on a pet, you'll like constantly be, like you, for instance, at nightmare, like you'll oh, constantly yeah. bitch about nightmare, but you'll keep going. Yeah, you know, you'll you keep doing it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm the exact same thing. I feel like we're very like minded in that. Do you have very long term goals with your iron as like? stupid is like me we're trying to go for like full clue completion and stuff i don't know if i go that far but i'm definitely thinking like very far ahead as in collection log pets pets is like a main thing that i've always enjoyed so yeah that's for now the main focus is on items i'm gonna like prioritize that like get all the useful like complete the both raids so you're very much like me where remake an account has no appeal to you you want to keep everything on Mm -hmm. one account yeah, that's where like my hesitation in the beginning came from from my main account because yeah. I had so much on there. Yeah. 
So knowing like that, I could possibly make the switch if the get uh, the the switch is interesting enough. So I w- wouldn't completely exclude it. But for now, like while I still play it, I can't. I like to set myself very long term goals. Yeah, that's cool. Do you have scaling goals? Um, outside of scaling pets, no. So you have no I'll... XP goals at all. No, not really. What if you completed I, I mean, everything that you kind of want to do? Obviously, that's not going to happen, but... Yeah. Would you then go for skilling, or is that just off the table of going for 200 mils? Yeah, 200 mils are not my... Cup of tea. My forte, no, <laughs> no. I, uh, I enjoy skilling a lot. Like, I'm a I'm a big fan of skilling. I have, like, a couple skilling methods that I could do for hours and hours on the end and not get bored of it. But uh, outside of skilling pets, like, once... Once I get the pet in a skill, I don't really have the desire to gain experience points in yeah. a skill. No. And there's probably just more progressive things you can do, like more just more content you can do that feels like you're progressing further, I guess. Yeah. Rather than just going for XP, you could be getting another item somewhere or another pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I, I understand why people enjoy skilling so much. Just the like continuous like progression, seeing like what you put in is what you get back, like yeah not rng based at all but i sometimes do really like the rng based thing like part of this game i i'm a bit i'm honestly a big fan of the like rng type of thing where you can get really lucky on something and it feels good for a bit but you will later you're like damn i got lucky on that or you go really drown something and if you get it after that long grind it feels even better because you put so much time into it Okay, so I just saw this. Zandy asks, RS3 when? I'm curious. I skipped over this because I just didn't even <laughs> care. It just seemed weird. But what are your thoughts, I guess, on everybody moving to RS3? I... Or not everybody, but people have tried it out. And I mm-hmm. guess a lot of people have already reverted back. But well, Honestly, a lot of my friends are making the move. And... I notice how much fun they're having on there. So I'm like very supportive of it because I know that they've like, especially when they've been like not enjoying their time on old school for a very long time. And they find like that ignite that fire of having fun at RuneScape again on the other RuneScape. Then that's totally fine with me, you know, as long as I can like still stay in contact with them. So like interact with them. uh, I am totally fine with that. And I can understand that uh, a different way of playing the game even though it's still almost the exact same game is can be very fun it's like it's almost like trailblazer league it's like just different a different way of playing the game and just a different type of pvm and stuff and a different combat system is very intriguing to some people so yeah i'm I'm, I'm, yeah i agree i'm cool with people doing whatever they enjoy it is interesting I, though that yeah. that used to be the biggest meme was RS3 Dan's game, you know. Yeah, it's completely, <laughs> it's completely shifted now. I'm seeing like now I'm seeing RS3 shit on my. I say RS3 shit. Enjoy whatever you want, but goddamn it, like I see so much RS3 uh, accomplishments on my Twitter. Yeah, right me now. too. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't care. I just don't want to <laughs> see this. I don't know what you're. Po- it's like people posting like World of Warcraft things. Like, I don't want yeah. to see this on my thing. You yeah. just have no idea what's going on, exactly. even though it might be the exact same game. And 
I'll be supportive of it, but I'm still enjoying old school RuneScape, so yeah. it's like I just don't know what to do because when, when I see it too much on Twitter, I, I almost fall into like mute people because I just like <laughs> I just I would rather see other things. I no offense, nothing personal, but yeah. I haven't done it yet. But if I see it too much, it's like yeah. enjoy uh, enjoy yourself. But God damn it, I fall into for old school future, content if I don't want to be blocked. But yeah. But yeah, I have no desire to play RS3, and I've seen a lot of people play it. Like, it looks interesting, but at the same time, there's it doesn't have that, like, rhythm and that charming aspect of, like, tick manipulation and other things that I really enjoy about this game. Everything is for tick on that game. That's what I've gotten from That's so most interesting. People. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any more topics. Do you have anything you'd like to ask? No, honestly, I... I'm honestly surprised with how far we've gotten because I I always like admire how well people can tell stories and how long people can like ramble on about stuff and I feel like I'm always really bad at that and just the fact that we've I don't know how long have we been two hours for, like, two hours forty seven minutes yeah that's honestly that's way more than I expected I thought we'd be done in like an hour so <laughs> yeah that's what it always I'll... feels like God I'm like already like in pain waiting to re-listen to the first like five minutes of this again where i fucked up mole goat kirby i couldn't think of his name <laughs> so so cringe that every single time when a sebe cast ends i'm just like this is gonna be painful to listen back to uh, just think of the moments where i can't articulate at least you did remember it after like a decent amount yeah, of time i just had to shut you my could have mouth still been and in here for, like not know yeah think for a second but shout out mole goat kirby gotta give him a shout out because that was you know uncalled for for me forget your name but we will be getting some pvmers on i'm really excited to get him on eventually and but yeah uh novacy absolute pleasure having you on thank you so much for taking the time to come on thank and... you so much for having me it was uh it was a pleasure yeah and it, the time does go by fast doesn't it Late. it does yeah uh but we will include your twitter and twitch and is there anything else you'd like in the description of the video? Uh, no, just those two. It's okay, fine. Twitter and Twitch. Um, guys, go follow Novacy on Twitter and Twitch because. So, are you? You're. I mean, it feels like you stream more than me now. I mean, honestly, but uh, how? Oh, yeah, are I, you stream I, most I, days I, now currently? Yeah, I stream six days of the week now and take my Sundays off. That's awesome. Well, go follow yeah. him, guys. He's a really fun streamer to watch. He's been doing a lot of clues. Searching for those flared trousers and other things. <laughs> so you still don't have those, right? Yeah, I still don't. I'm at eleven fifty now with no ham and no flare trousers. So. Damn. Are those all after the ham update and everything? Yeah. Jeez. It's pretty bad. Do you have monks <laughs> G? Yeah, I have the bottoms. Okay. So that's I don't have any spoon. monks G and I'm like twenty two, twenty three hundred or something. Whew. Yeah, those are like the main thing that hold people back from completing that log, right? Yeah, I'm missing staff of Bob the cat, and oh, both, you're missing monk, that? No. both monk G's, and then like two other things. Yeah, well, Novacy, thank you so much again for being on, and we will catch you guys on the next Sebe cast. And there might just this next week might be a special guest on, so we'll have to see. But Ooh. anyway, guys, take it easy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Good. Goodbye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.